Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. Rizzuto. 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 The Rizzuto Show. Jeff's got a headache. Oh, boys. He's starting to get an allergy thing. I've never had allergies in my entire life. I guess I could now. It's just the base of my neck, and it just goes all the way up to the top of my head and up to my uh, eyebrows. That's it. Oh, that, that's something <laughs> completely different. Oh, okay. See, Jeff's now. got a specific headache hat. Are you wearing it? No, uh-uh. It's upstairs. You know when the headache hat's on. Yeah, why aren't you wearing the headache hat? I don't know. I may go get it in a minute. I'm trying to deny it. I'm going to eat a little something, and I'm going to take some Tylenol, uh, smoke a whole bunch of pot, and then see if that helps. What? Oh, wait. That's illegal. Not on 420, bruh. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Now, normally, three Tylenol, as long as it's not a massive migraine, they'll, they'll take care of it. Today's 420, bruh. Weed, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Jeff has the headache hat on, you know. It's on, yeah. It's like uh, when you come home and the wife's got the sweatpants on, you know. <laughs> when Jeff has the headache, I, I tend to go, hey, man, how you doing? Doing, trying to whisper. All right, man. Yeah. Is yours gone? You said you walked in with one. I took a couple of Advil. Yeah? Working for you? My mine is strictly allergies. Like, I know that for a fact. We have these, like, these trees in my neighborhood. 
And and they're great looking. They're like, uh, it's got these like white blossoms on them. Is that the, that's not the dog, not dogwood, not I don't the, know what, uh, it is. Some, uh, what is it? The Asian, uh, I know the name of this. I just learned about it because it's not native to Missouri and they're taking over. They're, they're all up and down my block. These gorgeous, they're, they're big trees. And they're budding oh, like this white, these white flowers. And oh, I think those are Bradford yeah, pears. Big ones. There we go. What is it? You talking about Bradford pears? That's yes. got like a white. They stink. They smell bad. Well, Bradford pears. That's an invasive species. They suck anyway. This says a white flowering dogwood. That could be it. But they smell like they they have this like odor to them. And I guess it lasts for a couple weeks. And I think that's giving me headaches. I don't know about allergies with that, but that's that would be better than Man, those Bradfords. I'm complaining. I'm old. Complaining about my head. Complaining about trees. Oh, my, <laughs> damn trees! Get rid of them all. I can breathe my easier. My joints now. are aching. What? Yeah, you know you're old when you're going through neighborhood, going ah, this cheap ass neighborhood, these Bradford pears. They look. They look very nice. <laughs> They've gone fern. Damn it. They look very nice. Boy, I got a chuckle when I uh, when I saw this in the uh, post dispatch last night. And it was, uh, I wasn't the only one that that put this on uh, onto Twitter. But it was, uh, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things in this city. Did you know that there was a, a bike share program going on? Yep. Like it started this week? I know we've been talking about it for years because a lot of other cities have done it. They've had this in New York City for a while now. Right. Yeah, Philly. I mean, in Europe, it's like, it's a standard thing. They got those, what are they called, blue bikes or... Something, but in, it's, in it's New York, an awesome these blue system. bikes. Oh yeah, okay. New York has the blue ones. Uh-huh. I think Dublin has had this for a while too. Pretty sure. So in St. Louis this week, now you got two bike share programs. The yellow bikes are from a company called Ofo, O F O, and these lime green bikes you'll see around the area are uh, lime bikes. And on Monday there was a big, you know, a big news conference. Kicking off the bike share rental thing in St. Louis. The the bikes are all lined up at Keener Plaza. And I guess Lime Bike and Ofo are two competing competing services. So and there's about fifteen hundred bikes around the area. And I guess here's how it works. They don't have a they don't have a docking system. Cause I think the bikes in New York City have a you have to go to a specific docking station to put your bike back. So these bikes instead use GPS. So you download one of these smartphone apps from either company, and you'll you'll be able to find a bike nearby. And when you get the bike, you could use a code to unlock it, pedal where you need to go, and then lock it up and leave it for the next user. Just wherever you wind up, you just leave it there. Yes. Cool idea. Yeah. Cool idea if you want to uh, if you want to bike around town if that's your thing. Is there, I don't know if there's a real need for this. Is there? I, I I'm maybe I'm not in touch with people that live downtown. Well, I think I it know. definitely is is good for those that live downtown in the that's lofts great. and things like that. That's great. Are there uh, are there a lot of people who live downtown here that that need those kind of bikes? I don't know. I don't I I don't know. I'm I'm asking. Yeah, so this whole thing started on Monday, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, here, here's what made me laugh. 
when I read this last night. So remember, these bikes have the GPS on them. So you go to download the app and you go, okay, I'm uh, wherever. And where's the nearest bike? Boom. I'm going to go find it. Uh, a couple days later, again, this started on Monday. Some people who pulled up the app would find uh, bike locations uh, popping up in the middle of the Mississippi. I wrote down the word stolen. There, I just assumed a bunch of them were stolen, but there, that's even sadder. So, uh, is, there, is there a sidewalk that goes through there? No, no. <laughs> what, I, what I'm thinking is people just throwing them in the river. Wow. Oh, my God. What a bunch <laughs> of douches. You know what? And this is, this is the kind of stuff that just don't make us look good, guys. <laughs> Oh man! And it wasn't an error of any of any kind. Like it was, according to Lime Bike, it's an error. Oh good. But the the post dispatcher asking the questions, you know, had somebody become enraged at the bikes and chucked them off a bridge? Had they been stripped for parts and left to sleep with the fishes? From what I remember, there's hardly any parts on the blue ones that I was used to riding. I mean, it's essentially one chunk. And the wheels. And the wheels. Yeah, the, the yeah the story that I read on Monday was that this is like. It is not like don't think. Hey, this is a really expensive, nice bike. Yeah, nobody's. This is these. two wheels that'll get you from here to there, mm-hmm. and that's it. It's the K car of bikes, <laughs> the Chrysler K car of bikes. Look that up, kids. Now, so Lime Bike says uh, teams uh, from the company said they did not find any bikes in the river. Instead, the company said some objects can throw off the GPS devices inside the bikes which was likely the reason the app showed markers in the river. And by, by they said, like, Wednesday afternoon, the markers are no longer showing bikes in the river. <laughs> but I, I guess this company has been doing this throughout other cities, and then people were sending pictures over of bikes in waterways <laughs> just lying there. That's fun. Not exactly the rollout they were hoping for, is that what you're saying? N- no. No pun intended, right? <laughs> yes. I don't know. I, I haven't seen these bikes around yet. I, and I haven't really traveled around downtown much this week. I was going to say, I travel about three blocks downtown, and that's Well, it. on that three-block limit, I, I've seen no bikes yet. Yeah, no, not so far. I did see something interesting this morning on my way in. There was a guy, full, complete Rocky in it. As he was jogging, I mean, he had he had the gray sweatpants, the gray hoodie. Oh, I've seen that guy. And as he was running across the street, I mean, he was... Straight air boxing, oh, shadow I've boxing. Seen that guy, he yeah. runs up Market Street. Yep, I mean he was full Rocky. He runs up towards Jefferson. Yeah, he was this. He was crossing the street, right? He was crossing Market, and he was, I mean, throwing left. Yeah, I've and seen rights. that guy before, and it, it's early in the morning, you know, three thirty in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it kind of scared me to be honest with you. Yeah, I've I, seen I, him before. I looked to my left and I was like, "This guy's fighting nobody. There's nobody there." <laughs> I saw a guy the other day doing the same thing up uh, Wild Horse Creek Drive. Really, around three o'clock. Just jogging and boxing. Just he wasn't boxing, he was oh, jogging. jogging. But he had the reflective gear on and everything. I mean, it, oh, it, when you saw him on, you're talking about when you left in the morning. Oh yeah. Oh gosh, wow. Oh yeah, he had the reflective gear on and everything. Huh. Yeah, this guy downtown here, he must be, he must be actually training for something. Oh, he's yeah. got the full, the full on gear. Were you tempted to get out and follow him? Run, you know, run with him? No, no. Like Rocky, who are you fighting, no, no, bro? No. <laughs> a la Rocky in Philly. I think the old Spinks uh, place where they used to uh, train is downtown somewhere, so maybe he's fighting that's out of there. Cool. Yeah, I think that's pretty awesome. So uh, you mentioned today was uh, April 20th. 
otherwise known as 422 marijuana enthusiasts. You said that wrong. It's known as 420, brah. Oh, I'm sorry. 420, brah. Yeah. To a marijuana enthusiast. And I promise you I'll not be playing Afro Man or Smoke Two Joints today. I can guarantee that. <laughs> this will probably be maybe the last time we discuss this. Okay. I mean, you'll be you'll get it everywhere else. Sure. Okay. We got other things to talk about today. Yep. Thank God. So let's just get this out of the way. Maybe we'll talk about snack foods later. <laughs> well, all right. But we would have done that anyway. If there's right? time. If there's time. We could tie it in. But here we go to mark the occasion. Some facts about cannabis that you may not have been aware of. I think I read this every year. The origin of the term involved what? 420. Where'd it come from? Jeff, go ahead. Don't know. Weed, man. Involved really? weed. Is no, I mean, I remember code? this. I remember no. from last year, but it, was it a, what did you say, Tone? I asked if it was a police code. Yeah. No, no, nope. no, no. It was, it was a, a, group, oh, of dude, it was a yes. group of dudes or something in San Francisco. That's and right. they would meet up at that particular time. Yeah, where's uh, San Rafael? Uh, it's right over by San Leonardo. That's not funny. That was true. Remember when I said to be funny today? Do you remember that before the show? I was like, <laughs> I be funny. I dug it. I, I, you guys, you guys weren't helping. Look up where Point Reyes, California is. Oh, Point Reyes is uh, it's in Marin County, or it's right, you know, it's it's right up the coast from San Francisco. Okay, so it's close to San Francisco. All right, the origin Marin of the term four twenty. Involved five high school students back in 1971. They called themselves the Waldos because the uh, the five always hung out near a wall. They would meet by a statue of uh, Louis Pasteur near San Rafael High School at 4.20 p.m. before they'd go to look for an alleged marijuana crop in Point Reyes, California. So that's the time they would meet every day, 4.20. Brah! Brah! Uh, Grateful Dead and their fans, or or deadheads, are commonly credited for popularizing 420, the term. Not the use of marijuana, but they were were fans of that too. Uh, 420 is not a, a, a penal or police dispatch code for illegal marijuana use. 420, 420 is a penal code in California for obstructing entry on public land, but doesn't mean anything when radioed in by a police officer. And technically speaking, 420 does not exist in Europe. Somebody tell me why. Go ahead. Scott, go. They don't have five hours. <laughs> no, military time? Uh, because Europeans write their dates month to as year. day, oh, of course, as day month, yeah, and year. Yeah. So April 20th is written out as 20 dash or 20 slash four slash four (sighs) by the way if you're ever up at point reyes there's like a lighthouse and whale watching and it is awesome i'll probably never make it out there man it's so cool (laughs) i'm probably not gonna make it out there it's so cool bro (laughs) (laughs) uh fittingly uh, california's uh, senate bill number for the state's medical marijuana program act is sb420 and the California flag also depicts a bear walking on grass. Bruh. <laughs> 420 does not refer to the number of chemicals in cannabis. But it's not, it's not too far off. Marijuana contains approximately 500 different chemical con- uh, constituents. 
And the Bible verse, Daniel 4.20, is about a tree. The tree you saw, which grew large and strong, with its top touching the sky, visible to the whole earth, with beautiful leaves and abundant fruit, providing food for all, giving shelter to wild animals, and having nesting places and its branches for the birds. That sounds lovely. Your Majesty, you are that tree. You have become great and strong. Your greatness has grown until it reaches the sky. And your dominion extends to distant parts of the earth. And by the way, that counts as going to church. So Yes. Wow. I did doze there I for just, a second. I just, so good. I, just, <laughs> I just freed up your Sunday. Thanks, man. <laughs> Peace be with you, man. Or brah. Sorry. Sweet, man. There you go. And that's that, okay? No more. I uh, had a I got a uh, uh, link texted to me or texted me, tweeted to me a couple of days ago about the uh, a study to where marijuana is really good for people with Crohn's disease, which I have, mm-hmm. and it, it laid out this whole case study where twenty people, you know, ten got this, ten got the placebo, and blah blah blah, and like nine out of ten people that got you know that smoked the joints went into full on remission of Crohn's disease full-on remission and i'm like yeah here's more information throw this into the pile of how great merit and the article was dated like 2014 yeah that was cool uh, apparently this article did nothing it's four years old but you know thanks for the info whoever sent it to me i appreciate that i uh, you know it's, it's funny along those lines remember we had a story it was in food news a couple weeks ago about how pasta actually causes you to lose weight mm-hmm so, you know, the old thing is, you know, when you start dieting, the first thing you cut out is, you know, pasta. It's one of the big, it's like one of the big three you cut out, you know, sweets and, you know, bread and pasta. You want to lose weight? Stop eating pasta. But this study came out saying the complete opposite. In fact, in moderation, if you eat pasta, you'll lose weight. Boy, did we all rejoice. <laughs> And I'm thinking if that was the case, you know, it, it would look like I'm sickly. Right. Because. I've been dieting my whole life then, apparently. <laughs> uh, come to find out that a study was commissioned by the Barilla Company, uh, you know, the largest pasta maker sure. in the world. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it also said that eating enough pasta helps you remember to turn your blinker off after you're done turning as well. But that wasn't the case either. It's a little bit of crap well, coming from and, them. And, and you know what? You got to, uh, I guess it just goes to show you got to look to see who is behind all this kind of, right? Yeah, all this stuff. The word well, sponsor was, is there. Maybe. A study was commissioned by who? <laughs> oh, the people that want you to eat pasta. And, wh- and what, did, what does the study say? Oh, eat more to lose weight. Oh, uh, uh-huh. no conflict total there. sense. Huh. Hmm. Go figure. <laughs> oh, the Bradford pear trees? Who said the Bradford pear trees? That was me. I think that may be it. It's got to be, dude. They're everywhere. Well, you know why somebody just sent us a, a link to- All the uh, cheap bill, and they smell like a particular thing that we can't say on the radio. Uh, Is it this? Here, here was a, an yeah. article from businessinsider.com, why all of New York City smells like sex these days. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh, Bradford pear trees found throughout New York City produce white flowers that smell like rotting fish and- that riding fish, uh, something else, yeah, well, I I <laughs> pennies. <about> <laughs> pennies, yes, 
No, it's not pennies. That's what it says here. Dirty yeah, pennies. Dirty pennies. <laughs> I see you all going in the other direction. It says it here. It says that word there, dude. What what word? Right. That's not pennies. You think that smells like pennies? Dirty pennies? Y'all out of That's like mind. a thing. That's been a thing since no, forever. That's, that's that's whatever. We'll discuss that in a minute. Look that up. But it, look what up the dirty pennies thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have a certain scent. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> He's got to get Monday, the hell out. Dude. See you Monday, guy. <laughs> oh no, I thought that was terrific. Yeah, uh, that one was a good. Really, one. We got a point for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go! You're leading. One it took off nuts. some of the no tallies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're still in the hole by about thirteen. But All right. yeah, those those trees are terrible, dude. <clears throat> and I believe Chesterfield, because if you go up Airport Road, I think they can like they made it mandatory in that area because they put them in every park to have them yeah oh dude no that first of all they're an invasive species they were planted because initially they thought that they couldn't um you know uh uh, cross-pollinate which they can and they have they only last like 15 or 20 years at best i think and they're the weakest the the reason that they started planting them everywhere in these especially out out west when they started expanding chesterfield and st charles really quickly is because it's such a fast growing tree problem is you got the fastest growing tree it just makes it the weakest piece of crap ever so any Ah, windstorm that comes through just destroys your trees ah they stink they're they're off Ah. i think Uh, it's giving me headaches it's such an old guy thing to know but (laughs) i just looked up what does that smell like? <laughs> what are the descriptions? This is from like from a doctor. It said, "Not quite right, pancake batter." <laughs> Interesting. And now I want to make pancakes and see and if that's make it true. not right. And see if that's true. <laughs> I want to make just not right pancake batter. You know, a guy that sails on the ocean a lot. Yeah. You know, a, a, a man, a man that's on a out. ship. Exactly. I think if we say that it smells like old, dirty pennies. Everybody except for you understands what we're talking about. I always associate. I'll tell you what I associated that with. All right. Later. Our phone number 314 969 dude. 314 969 3833. Cameras and chat room 1057thepoint.com on the socials at RIZZ Show and your emails rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Uh, later on, Friday fail stories. I promise we'll get to those today. Real or fake results. I promise we'll get to those today. And by the way, so Scott over here, I guess I can give up the give up the info now, right? Yeah, I believe so. Is it official? Yeah, I right. signed papers yesterday. So King Scott is an official member of the Rich. Yeah! yeah, check that out. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Scott, we're we're not subtracting. We have to take one away. Oh, what? <laughs> what about your hair? What about his hair? That sign it, off. His hair is actually no getting contracts yesterday. No, so now, so now Scott is an official member of 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 the Rich wow. full time employee. Oh, that's so great, dude. We're happy to have you. Thank you. I'm so glad the other person we offered the job to couldn't take uh, it. <laughs> it's they moved on to bigger and better things. Yeah. Uh, wow. But you know what this means? That once this real or fake competition ends, you are now eligible for the punishment. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. One more person. That's great for me. us. I just got sweaty. That's so great for us. I was gonna say it smells like pennies in here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I'm going home and washing all my pennies this weekend. I don't know what yes. the hell any of this means. Yeah, so now that you are a, an employee of uh, you know of the show and Hubbard Radio, Hale Hubbard, Hale Hubbard. Hale Hubbard. Uh, yeah, you you are now eligible for the for the punishment. So. All right, I'm ready. Congratulations. Thank you. We should we should get him in on this one. 
Yeah, I should be able to beat him no, if he starts no, at no, zero. No, what? No, 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 no. Uh, Jeff will uh, will give you the welcome packet later. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a few past examples. <laughs> I got to go down to the police station and get it out of evidence. But all right, we'll also uh, blow out the rest of our prizes for the. Uh, for the week with the Were You Paying Attention competition. All right, Jeff, some emails. Uh, this is Brando. It says, I have something I've been thinking about lately, and it may sound stupid, but I am curious. What is the end game for the four of you? And I guess now we can say five of you. What is the end game for you guys? Do you guys retire at a certain age? Do you keep going until you can't anymore? In 20 years, will Riz just be even more grumpy? Will Patrico be a born-again karate master? Hmm. Will Moon still have fabulous hair? And Jeff, eh. What a great question. About the Karate Master thing? Yes. No, the end game is uh, I plan on dying here. No, I'm going to 60. I'm going to 60 and retiring. You're out? I'm out. (laughs) I'm out at 60. I plan on having us all make a million billion dollars. Oh, that would be. I'd appreciate that sooner than later. uh, Yeah, I dig that over here. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So so you say that you're going to do this till you're 60 and then you're out? Yeah. Okay, and then for the next 10 years, I'll take over for you then. Okay. <laughs> Once you retire, I'll take over for 10 years, and then I'll retire. Mm-hmm. We're just going to take this thing as far as we could go. Yeah. That's the plan. All right, people, I've had this, somebody asked me this question before, and they're like, hey, what would you guys, like, they don't even say what's the end game. They say, what's the next step for you guys? Like, you know, and obviously my response is, is I would love to, I would love to take this bitch national. Like, you know, go other stations sure sure you know and 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 after that let's go international well listen once my pampered chef takes off right like i'm i'm sorry guys but i'm done (laughs) this amway thing catches fire i'm (laughs) out of here anybody need knives or uh if you guys if you got any rolling pins i may be in the market for a rolling pin You think when you retire, you'll retire? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. You'll just sit around? Oh, yeah. No, I won't sit around. What will you do? That's what... I'll have ho- have a hobby. <coughs> Being? Sorry. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Guitar. I, I, guitar? I, I could tell you, again, and I don't know what's going to happen in, you know, 35 years from now or whatever, but I believe that I'm the type of person where I will work until the day I die. Oh, no, I'm not going to. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, financially, if I don't have to work, then I won't. That's for damn yeah, sure. Yeah, I want to set myself up so I'm I'm comfortable in my in my later years. So uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to travel. I'd like to do the things that doing a morning show does not afford me. As far as time wise, d- doesn't afford the time to. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I can't take two weeks off and go to Europe. No, you know, unless it's over the Christmas break. But it's pretty cold out in Europe during that time. Yeah, who wants that? I don't want that. Mm-mm. So I mean, there are things that that being a, being a morning show host, you can't do. So yeah, well, I want to get some hobbies. You think you're gonna keep Fly playing fishing. the guitar? Mm-hmm. You think you'll keep playing the guitar? I don't know. I, I mean, I just started. Are you I enjoying enjoy, it I, enough to where you're like? I immensely. Immensely enjoy it. Now, I know you've learned everything the Beatles have ever recorded, except for the White Album, obviously, but are you going to continue? I mean, I'd, I'd like to. Just run through everything Van Halen ever recorded sure. and then stop right there. 
Sure, I'm I'm learning basically uh, theory, you know, the theories and stuff like that. It's more than just all right. Here you go. Here's a uh, learn how to play this song. Right. Yeah, it's more of why things go where and how to do this and how to do that and why this is that way and how to put you know notes together and let's catalog some some licks, pentatonic scales and all that stuff. The end game is that's a tough question. It is. Yeah. That's a tough question. So much can happen. We have so much life ahead of us. You know, most know. of us. Thanks, buddy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I look at somebody like John Hewlett from Casey. Or uh, somebody like Guy Phillips, who's been in this market for 40 years. Mark Close, same way. Mark Close. Yeah. I mean, these guys have had uh, great careers and, and have set themselves up pretty nicely. Mm-hmm. As far as retiring goes and, you know, doing their thing. Longevity in this market is... is it's something that's attainable. And Mr. Euless yeah. got a great setup. You know, I've, I asked him several years ago, how much longer are you going to be doing this radio thing? Because he's, you know, he's up there uh, compared to us age-wise. He was, uh, and no, I said, how much longer are you going to be doing the Cardinals stadium announcing gig? And he said, it's a great retired guy's job. Yeah, of course. It's a fantastic job for somebody who doesn't work during the day, which yeah. he currently does. But All right, next. Uh, speak, you mentioned the hours thing. Mitch here wants to know how our hours, because we have crazy hours, affect our sleep schedule as far as family time and different things since we work so early in the morning. This guy's That's a firefighter, tough. or was, for a, or has been, sorry, a firefighter for several years. And his weird hours, you know, he kind of gets it. Here's why I like doing the mornings. And I think I may have said this before. I mean, we could easily, you know, go and do afternoons. Like, hey, you know what, Tommy, I'd, li- I'd like Tommy the boss. Like, hey, you know, let's take this and do afternoons. I'm sure, I'm sure if we wanted to do that, we could do that. Here's the thing. I like being home when my kids are home. Yeah. I like going to the bus stop to go get my kids. I like making dinner for my family. You know, my dad used to, uh, you know, come home at like, you know, seven o'clock at night every night from the office. And I'd see him for an hour and then I'd have to go to bed for school. Now I got, you know, the whole, I'm outside with the kids while they ride their bikes. I'm not just getting home when, when they're doing homework. And listen, I know, you know, nine to five jobbers, you know, they, they, they get up with the kids and they have breakfast with the kids, but you know, the, the, the hustle in the morning, sure. That's not quality time, right? No, that's not quality time with the family. That's yelling at everybody to get their (laughs) crap together and get out of the house. Right. Whereas I'm the guy that's walking up and, and picking up his kids from the bus stop. Yeah, I pick up mine from school almost every day when she needs it, you know. And it's it's one of those little things that's nice. You get yeah. in the car and it's just the it two is, of you and it's a it's five minute thing. drive, but it's hey, how was your day? It Tell is, me something good. Tell me something bad. You know that sort of thing. Where if we if we did after, an afternoon show, you know, we wouldn't be afforded that luxury. Yeah, I know your kids are young, Patrico, but and 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 I mean they're home all the time basically. Um. But yeah, once they get to elementary school, I mean, you'll see that. Yeah, once once they once we get settled and they they have a school by the house and all that stuff, we'll be good. I mean, now I'm kind of on the I don't I don't see my kids. My kids don't get home till after five thirty six o'clock every day. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty much when I get home, that's when I do all my like I make sure if I have any appointments, it's then doctor's appointments stuff like that. But I have the luxury of. If I wanted to go get them and do something during the day, I can. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm home enough 
early enough before they get home to you know take an hour two hour nap right. and then be and be okay by the time they get home at four o'clock. And I could you know take them to hockey or take them to gymnastics mm-hmm. or you know go to music lessons with my daughter. Yeah, you know, these are our years that I don't want to miss. Sure. So, the, the sleep schedule. I mean, I mean, I'm in bed by eight thirty. See, I was going to say that's the positive. The negative, if there if there is one, is the evening. At least for me, is like when I'm going to bed. My the one child that's still living with us, she's just getting in the shower. You know what I mean? So it's I don't have. I've already spent time with her and everything, but I don't get to do the "Hey, good night" and put them to bed and that sort of thing anymore. Although she's fifteen, so yeah, she's fifteen. I'm sure she doesn't want you doing that. No, not really. You know, my kids are eight and six. Yeah, you know, they still go to bed at eight thirty. Right. You know, nine o'clock. Yeah, the fifteen-year-old. I've seen her up when I'm leaving in the morning. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. before. So as far as the hours go, there's the positives and and there's the negatives. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's what anything. And the hours are crazy, but, you know, we, we say this all the time. You get up at whatever time we all get up. It's because we love our jobs. We can do yeah. that. And who's home by 1230? Right. Me. You're not. Next. Uh, we had the story yesterday, I believe it was, about the uh, sex offender list guy that had to go to the hospital to visit his kid. Oh, yeah. So, all right. The story goes, and this was, uh, this was, I think, was featured on Channel 4 on KMOV. Yes. Okay. So, a gentleman... His uh, newborn uh, is at Cardinal Glennon. He is on the sex offender list for something he did 14 years ago. Now he's a husband. He's a father. The newborn at Cardinal Glennon. Cardinal Glennon has a hard and fast rule that says if you're a sex offender, you cannot walk around the, the, the hallways there. You cannot not walk around that hospital without an escort. He was escorted up to the room where his kid was in the, uh, in the, in the neonatal intensive care unit. The NICU. And uh, I guess his cell phone didn't work up there, so he asked to go back outside. But he says a nurse had told him, ah, no problem, just go outside yourself, you'll be fine. Right. He was caught, not with an escort, and then banned from going back into the hospital. Right. His son. And he, because he, he broke was, the rules. Yeah, he was obviously upset about that. And he says that he asked the nurse for permission. The nurse said, yeah, like mm-hmm. you said, go ahead. So here is an email, well, obviously wants to be anonymous, from somebody who works there. And by the way, our, our I think our take was, you know, the rules are the rules. Yep. You know, if I had a kid up there, I want to know, I don't, you know, sorry you're on the sex offender list. Right. I think we also mentioned that he said he asked the nurse, and we were like, did he? Yeah, and I I, feel, I do feel bad for him. Sure. So this uh, this employee there says, just want to give you some more info on that. I'm a nurse at the at Cardinal Glennon and I and, and Nick you Nick I see you. No nurse in that unit would knowingly tell a sex offender to go off by himself. On the contrary, we watch them very closely. Second, nurses do not, under any circumstances, escort sex offenders anywhere. That is a job of security. Cardinal. That was my question as well. Right. Yeah. Is it? Who's escorting the person? I would assume it's a security guard. Oh, yeah, of course. Says they have a very, very strict policy on this because we are a pediatric hospital and we have to protect all the patients. Nurses are too busy taking care of and saving babies' lives. It is ICU, after all. We don't just feed babies and change their diapers. We actually save their lives. So when Yeah, so when this guy's with his kid, where's his escort? Like, where'd the escort go? Well, you also have to remember that this is... This is the NICU, which is a little different than just like a hospital hallway. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you've been in an ICU. I don't know if you've ever been in a NICU, but I mean, it's 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 set up the same way where it's not just like, oh, here's a hallway and here's 50 rooms. You know what I mean? There's a select few number of rooms in a little like cubby almost. Uh, yeah, I have I have been in in a NICU. Yeah, where where was the guy security guard? If, if I'm sure they escort him to the room and say, "Here you go," and then don't leave the room. And then and then when you need to go somewhere, call us or let somebody know, and we will come um, escort you. He didn't. Yeah, yeah. I, someone called in yesterday, and they said that, and it might be the same person. They told me that whenever the security guard walks him in there, once you're in the room, they leave and let you stay there. But as soon as you leave, you have to call them and the okay. security comes and gets you and walks. Yeah. You Cause I, cause I don't think like, I'm sure they probably tell or in the paperwork that is signed, yeah, it's, probably not, it's probably, you know, somewhere it says there, once you are escorted to your room, like you can't roam around. Yeah, like when, you can't just go, Hey, all right. Thanks for the escort. Yeah. And we said, we said yesterday, I think with the responsibilities on him, if, if, if he, he obviously he knows what's going on here. If he needs to go somewhere, you you don't just ask a nurse. You say, "Hey, I just want to. I'm, I'm double checking. I want to. I need an escort. I need to see this guy. You know. Yeah. It's 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 on him. Yeah. I, I, him like I that. said, I feel bad for the guy because yeah. he's not a guilty party in this scenario. But rules, them's the rules. Yeah. For listen, a good you know, reason. As a father, if your kid is sick, you'd want to be there for him. Yeah, of I, course. I, oh I yeah. That. Oh yeah. I got. I'm sympathetic in that way. Sure. Yeah. And like I said yesterday, you know, let's say, you know, I, I put myself in this situation and I'm in the room and I'm like, oh man, my cell phone's in the car. I got to go get it. And I peep my head out and I go to the nurse and I go, hey, uh, I, I'm, I, you know, I was escorted in here. I need to go get my cell phone. I'm going to go get my cell phone, make a phone call and come right back. And she goes, okay, go ahead. Me personally, I go, wait, wait, wait. I need sure an escort. Cool? I need an escort because I was told that when I'm in here, I need an escort. Well, remember yesterday how we said, well, if he even did ask the nurse, or is he lying, according to our emailer, the dad is lying about what really actually happened. And he's also upset that uh, most of the news stations did not verify actually what happened. Yeah. Yeah, I did notice that. I did notice that it was very pro, pro one side. Right. It was a very one-sided story. Yeah. Listen, take uh, maybe take into account the the guy's kid is sick. He's not thinking clearly. Maybe he's not asking the questions that he should be asking. Very, very possible. So, thank you guys for what you do up there. Yeah, man. Next, uh, we talked. This is uh, from Dave. We talked about how the uh, powerplex, where it's going to go. We talked about the soccer uh, thing down here. Oh, the, the, the tax new, well, yeah, that didn't happen. Powerplex, the new sports complex that they're that the county executive. Steve Stanger's asking for $6 million yes. to help put up. It's a $92 million facility. The county's asking for $6 million, and they'll put it where the Mills is, where the St. Louis Outlet Mall. Right. Some the old people, Mills up there in, in Hazelwood. Some people have a problem with it. Some people have a problem with the location. Well, somebody had, had, had sent us a message saying, what was it, uh... It was a rich people welfare. Yeah. Welfare for millionaires. Well, welfare for millionaires. Yeah, and then Moon had brought up the the play, or one of you guys brought up the thing, the the place in Kansas City, how it just boomed after they started, you know, putting stuff together there. And uh, Dave here is a uh, either lived in Kansas City or St. Louis his entire life. Kansas City totally did blow up in that area. It's called the Legends. 
okay. It was a a wasteland around 2001, a huge campaign for a small tax increase. Then it goes on to list everything. Um, Now it's somewhere in the vicinity of a $3 billion development, a speedway, sporting Kansas City, smaller baseball team like our Grizzlies, uh, built stadiums there, Nebraska Furniture Mart. He lists all these different things in there, Great Wolf Lodge as well. And his point here is... At some point, the people of St. Louis need to come together, get their collective heads out of their collective rear ends, and realize that St. Louis could be so much more than the Arch and Cardinals and Blues. Yeah, you need you need something to for progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he says that we need an eagle call. Did to they get this even done. did they even talk about a tax increase? I didn't see anything. I didn't see that. I didn't see. Maybe about I missed it. St- about Stanger asking for. I didn't for see anything about a tax plex. increase. I don't think. I think. I don't think we're there yet. I think. When people say, when people see, oh, this city is asking for X amount of dollars, they immediately just assume, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pay for it with my taxes. That's what I was thinking, too. It's almost inferred, I guess. More of a donation to Uncle Sam. Here we go. investment in your community. Here goes another piece of my my paycheck. So is the airport. (laughs) You're investing in your community. So, uh, so, So I think. Listen, I don't. Yeah, I don't live out in Hazelwood. So. Yeah, it's, and it's hard to get all the details too. You know, people just trying to live their lives. Remember how convoluted the tax thing was with the stadium down here. There was a tax increase for this, but it was actually a tax on businesses that were using out of Missouri, uh, um, you know, products and, yeah, it was and this exports and that. out of Missouri. But then, but, but yeah. don't forget, we had to vote in the Metrolink exactly, expansion. which yeah. which we did anyway. Uh, uh. So we did that, but the, the, well, huh. Like it was so convoluted, people got confused and then screwed themselves. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you all for your emails. Very enlightening, as always. And now here is today's mattress direct Team Riz member of the day. All right, today's Team Riz member of the day is from St. Louis. It's Kenny Adams, guys. Way to go, Kenny Adams. Good job, Kenny Adams. And Kenny Adams says he listens to the Riz show on his daily forty-minute commute. He then uh, live streams the show when he gets to work. Even on his days off, he watches the webcam. And he says, you guys get me through my mornings. You guys are the perfect recipe for the best morning show. And Kenny adds, please allow me to represent the show by proudly wearing a Team Riz jersey. You got it, brah. You get that super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. You can get yourself signed up at 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. It's IndyCar driver Graham Rahal, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. You know what? Happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, IndyCar's Graham Rahal. (laughs) 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 All right, welcome back. Let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... Club Fitness. So... Have we all in this room had our car broken into at some point? Yep, and stolen. <clears throat> yeah, you've had your car stolen. Yeah. It was from my, nowhere near here. It was right out there it was in the right parking lot. Right out there in the parking lot. I've had my car broken into uh, many times. Moon? Um, honestly, I, I don't think I want to answer the question because <laughs> I feel like it'll curse me. Okay, so that's a okay. no. You too, huh? Not me. Wow. Didn't it, didn't it feel... Yeah, I feel like, like a bad I, thing to answer. I I, 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 regretfully just said that. I just assumed. Yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> just honestly, I just assumed. Yeah, now we're screwed, dude. I know. You'll be okay. Yeah, because I'm gonna blame you. But there's a there's a there's a terrible feeling that comes when you walk to your car and you see a window smashed out. Yeah. You see uh, your trunk open. You know the first thing you always see, and the six times I've had my car broken into, the glove compartment open. Mm. 
<laughs> so they, I mean, you got to go buy new gloves. So, they, so now they're going to take my manual on napkins, huh? I mean, that's the first sign. You walk up to the car, a window may not be smashed. Yeah. But uh, but a door lock may be punched punched through the door. And you see in the glove compartment that everything is out and all over the car. And you go, ah. Um, mine was slightly different because it was actually stolen and driven away. And I found it like 30, the cops, police found it 36 hours later. But w- one of the startling things to me was the big, long-handled screwdriver that was still in my. Oh, uh, the column? Yeah, the column. How they started it. Yeah, it's a bad feeling. Well, and, if you, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and also the uh, turned up to 11, the uh, peanut butter jelly song was on when uh, they turned my car on to show show me how easy it was to start. Peanut butter jelly song was on at number 11 volume. Ah. Yeah. Nice. Listen, if you recently had stuff stolen from your car here in the city, good news. The cops may have found your things. Investigators made a huge bust yesterday. And police say hundreds, if not Thousands of items, thousands of items they're they're now in possession of were all stolen from cars in the downtown and downtown West neighborhoods. Did you see pictures of this? I mean, there are rooms full of stuff. Everything from suitcases, you know, laptops, even a stand-up base. If somebody stole your stand-up base, the the police have it. Uh, My mind's been 10 years at least, but I'm looking for a car seat and an old pair of Copa soccer shoes. Did you see those in the pictures by chance? I didn't see those. No, I lost a sweet sweatshirt. Did you? In one of of my robberies. Oh, Oh, man. Sucks. So investigators served three search warrants, two in the county, one in the city, arrested four people. They say more arrests could be coming. And police were shocked by how much stolen stuff was in each of these houses. Wow. Some of the stuff was being sold online, some on the streets. Now investigators are going to work to identify all the stolen property. And they plan to contact victims as soon as possible. But uh, say they also may set up some kind of email so people could reach out if they think that their things may have been recovered. And I, I don't have I don't have that info yet. But just so you know, crime data shows that from January to March of this year, there have been 297 thefts from motor vehicles in downtown and the downtown West neighborhoods. Jeez. 297. Speaking of robberies, another jewelry store heist. This one on a on a slightly smaller scale, but nonetheless, cops in the county responded to South County Center early this morning after another jewelry business was robbed. A group entered uh, through the northeast Entrance in the mall just before 3 in the morning. And while inside, they smash and grab from a jewelry kiosk. But here's the thing. They grabbed inexpensive watches that were on the display. Mm. I mean, they don't they don't keep expensive stuff in there. Right. You know, if you were the salesperson for a sec- building security place, wouldn't you go, all right, who's got the jewelry places? Go. Go sell them this some was, new security. This was a kiosk. Like and, in the and, middle of the in the right, middle yeah. of the mall, and you also have to think like that. Creve Corps robbery was at noon. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is connected to that kind of stuff. Uh, no, the, remember the they caught houses. those guys, didn't they? They caught one. Oh, they caught one of the guys. They caught one of the guys. So the county police department's bureau of crimes against property handling the investigation. I think once you catch one of the guys, I think they either they roll the, the remainder of the people involved either roll. Or they lay low for a, for you know quite some time. Yeah, these this does not seem like a 
one of those yeah. crimes that happened in the, over the past couple months. And, the other and, and think stores. and think those, about I don't know though. Think about what they took from the the other jewelry stores compared to this. Yeah. An investigation is underway after State Senator Maria Chappelle Nadal of U City. She got an unknown substance yesterday morning sent to her, and she, she tweeted that a hazmat team was investigating after an envelope containing a green substance was delivered to her. And she said the envelope was addressed to her but had no return address. And firefighters in protective gear spent about 10 minutes in her office, left with a couple sealed plastic bags. They're saying they don't think the substance posed any threat. But nonetheless, that's pretty scary. Well, I love the stories of adults playing pretend. Oh, it's my favorite. And they got busted. I love it. Just what losers. Like the, like the fake soldier and stuff like that? Uh, fake, fake police soldiers, officer. fake police officers pulling mm. people over. Yeah. I mean, it's a dangerous game. But I, I, I shouldn't say I love the story. I love when they get busted. Right. You like to call them out on it. I love when they get busted. And it's adults playing pretend. Right. And dress up. A guy from Wentzville, 45-year-old Mark Van Ronslin, been charged with impersonation of an FBI special agent and possession of a fraudulent FBI ID card. He's also been accused of posing as a Fox News employee at the White House. Like he somehow scammed a press credential. So after he was arrested, uh, I guess a court document showed that back on March the 5th, Mark followed somebody's car to their house and showed a fake uh, FBI ID and badge. And by the way, possession of a fake government-issued card or badge carries a max penalty of six months in prison and a $5,000 fine. And the FBI is asking, by the way, they're, they're handling the case now, the FBI. They're asking anyone who has any more info concerning this case, this dude, they would like to speak with you. They don't take that stuff lightly. Mm -mm. So today is the 19th anniversary of the Columbine High School shootings. I remember that. 19 years. And hundreds of students nationwide in this area too, or thousands nationwide, hundreds in this area, are planning to uh, walk out of school today. But not all the school districts are cool with this. Now, we started seeing rumblings of this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, uh, in the uh, Fox C6 school district, I guess the students had planned to walk out. And administrators were like, ah, ah, ah. Not so fast. Yeah. Students say at first they were cool with it, and now they've changed their mind. Yeah, the Fox C6 uh, school district does not support the kids walking out. Not because of the message about gun violence in the school. But the superintendent says it's about the safety of the students. And, and here's what he's quoted as saying, quote, my concern is my concern that is uh, really superseding this day, not their voice. But this day to express their voice in this way is that it is a much more uncontrolled environment than it was on March 14th. March 14th was the National March for Our Lives rallies after the Parkland school shooting. This is saying this is a bit more of a free for all. And therefore, exactly. An issue. And it was weird because yesterday when the stories first came out, he was still saying the same thing, but people were equating it to like, is he saying that he's not for the walkout because it's on the Columbine anniversary? We don't understand. But basically what he's saying is 
the school's not supporting the walkout because there is no organization. There is no, like, people aren't organized here. It's basically, we're walking. Let's go. Yeah. Where are we going? Yeah. There's no, like, hey, Arby's. this is the plan. Everybody's doing this. It's like kind of a, hey, uh, <laughs> you guys want to walk? Let's get out of here. Yeah. So when are you coming back? Are you coming back? Another district not cool with the walkout is uh, Rockwood, the Rockwood School District. They send a letter to parents. The uh, superintendent there, Eric Nost, said he he's concerned about safety issues as well. Yeah, there's no real plan, or at least according to the school district. Maybe maybe the kids have a plan. I I don't know. Maybe it wasn't relayed to the superintendent, but they ain't cool with it. And they said, if you walk out, you'll be marked absent. Were there any other penalties? I didn't see any. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, yeah, I wonder what the penalty is going to be. Do you think, uh, and honestly, do you think that the school districts are sitting there going, hmm, it's ironic that they've planned this on 420? Well, I take mean, take it, away it the Columbine thing. Columbine thing. Take, well, I, I take that away. Well, you can't take that away because that's that happened on this day. Well, I know. I'm saying, but I'm saying I, I get that. I understand that. And I get why they're doing against gun violence the walkout on that day. But didn't but they I'm, already have one? I mean, wasn't right. the March 14th one for this? I'm saying, yeah. do you think any of the school administrators are going, listen, man, it's very ironic that they want to do this on 420 and we're going to have high school kids that are going to roll out and come back. Hired in hell. Yeah. Oh, unless, uh, let's also be honest. How many kids are really walking out to talk about the uh, school gun violence? How many walking out just to miss class? Well, you remember that. there. This was a couple years ago when students were walking out in support of the teachers. And remember, they were walking out and there was a reporter there that was like, hey, what are your thoughts on the walkout? And uh, who do you support and what side? And the students were like, just going to lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Like, they didn't care. Huh? Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm curious to see how many kids actually walk out. I know the uh, the uh, Chesterfield police just tweeted out, Happy 420 Day. Or as we like to call it, Happy Chesterfield Municipal Ordinance Number 55 Day. <laughs> you know, the cops are like, you, you know who else knows it's 420 Day? Us. I do. I do applaud that. You know, if you follow, if you, honestly, if you follow the Chesterfield PD uh, Twitter handle, they actually they tweet out some pretty funny stuff. Yeah, O'Fallon does some pretty good stuff yeah. too. Like, I, I, there was one I can't remember. This was a couple weeks ago, but it was like it said something like, "To the person who left their car running in the middle of the intersection, we found it, and don't worry, we didn't find any of your beer that you left sprawled all over the floorboard." <laughs> We didn't find that. Uh, later on this afternoon, 3 to 5 o'clock, I will be at the Sunshine Daydream on Lindbergh in South County. Now, I know at the uh, Sunshine Daydreams around the area, Moon was at the Boob uh, location yesterday. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's beautiful. That's a new one, huh? It's so I haven't awesome. haven't been there yet. Yeah, it's the re-grand opening. Because, they, you know, they moved down down the road. It's right across from Racanelli's and Tivoli. Now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, at all the uh, Sunshine Daydreams in the area... Uh, 20% off uh, mostly everything in the store. 
So I'll yeah. be at the uh, South County location tomorrow, uh, today from 3 to 5, tomorrow in uh, Fairview Heights. Plus I'm, a, I'm plus, a fan of that South County location. Yeah, plus, plus they're doing a whole bunch of uh, raffles. They have, um, I'm going to get this right, it's the official, it's this gal that does tie-dye, that's like an official tie-dyer for uh, the Grateful Dead. And she did something, and they, they got all sorts of raffles. Yesterday, they were giving out uh, uh, tickets to the ball game. And then um, today, at your at your uh, event today, mm-hmm. there's, they're doing uh, a live glassblowing demonstration. Yeah, live glassblowing demo today at the South County location. And I'll be out there from 3 to 5. Again, tomorrow, 3 to 5 in Fairview Heights at the Sunshine Daydream. And we may have talked about this, uh, this woman when she was arrested. 44-year-old Crenshonda Williams. She was found guilty in Houston uh, this week of systematically hanging up on people trying to report emergencies. You may remember the story. She was a 911 operator, and a jury just found her guilty of interference with emergency telephone calls, which is a misdemeanor. And she worked at the Houston Emergency Center for about 18 months, ending in 2016. And she got the attention of supervisors for a high number of, quote-unquote, short calls. Or calls that last fewer than 20 seconds. So they have a database at the center that also records who disconnects the call. Was it the operator? Was it the caller? Was it both? And data showed that this Crenshonda woman hung up on thousands of 911 calls. Including reports of homicides, robberies, and speeding cars. You know the the famous call, right? Like... So she said, you know, there was a security guard that called in that said, hey, there's two cars that are racing up and down the street. They've been doing it for a while. And she is recorded saying, ain't nobody got time for this for real and hung up. Well, she she told prosecutors that she often hung up on people because she just didn't want to talk to anybody at those times. Might not be the job for her. I'm thinking 911 operator, perfect for her. All right, so you're on the fry station, okay? We're going to get busy right around noon. I'm not really into fries. Not, <laughs> I hate potatoes. I'm just not feeling it. <laughs> See, it's different because you're not required to eat the fries when you're making them. <laughs> yeah, You're required to talk to people when you're a 911 operator. <laughs> uh, she was sentenced to 10 days in jail and 18 months of probation, which, by the way, I think that's a very light sentence. Agree. Ten days in jail. Okay. So you're gonna show up this day to go to jail? Ah, I don't got time for that. Yeah, I'm not real sure. I'm not, I'm, mm, that doesn't work for me. All right, tell me if this uh, chick overreacted. Yeah, she did. Hey. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Let me hey. hear the let me hear the facts of the no, case. No, this hey. is this is gonna hey. be one of those stories right, where he, let me, he let starts me, it like that, and then we go. No, I think Moon. He's, hey, let him lay out the facts. Back. Listen to the facts, okay? <laughs> Okay, right. tell me if this chick overreacted or not. Put yourself in her shoes. What size? I, what size? This is from. Uh, this is from. No. Uh, you said it, man. You're both of you. Yeah, he, he said that. You should be ashamed of yourself. That's ridiculous. Uh, this is from uh, Dover, up, Dover, Delaware. A uh, 34-year-old woman named Tiffany Evans walked into a Wawa convenience store, and I would equate Wawa to a QT. Okay. Here in St. Louis. It is. It's because yeah, they got the QT kitchen. I can see what you're saying. Wawa has the same thing. Yeah. It is okay. essentially. It's a gas station. It's a convenience store. It's a little more. It's got a kitchen. All right. So Tiffany walks into a Wawa, and this is just after 8.45 on Wednesday night. She orders herself a sandwich. 
And while a guy, a guy employee was prepping the sandwich, Tiffany starts yelling at him because she thought he's screwing up the sandwich. I didn't ask for it that way. I wanted it this way. So she starts hollering, yelling. And that's when a female employee stepped up and said, hey, chill out. Stop yelling. And if he screwed up, we'll get you a new sandwich. And then it was on. Tiffany threw a hot cup of coffee on the employee's face. Okay. The coffee also hit the male employee, closet, causing his phone in his pocket to break and about 200 bucks worth of food to be ruined in the prep area. Was this coffee in a big gulp? <laughs> it's not over yet. The female employee came from behind the counter and continued to argue with Tiffany, who then pepper sprayed her in the face. Whoa. She then ran to her car and drove off. The female employee was taken to the hospital for injuries as a result of the hot coffee being thrown at her. The store was also forced to close for over an hour to allow the pepper spray to dissipate. And, uh, you know, they had to clean up the food prep area. Oh, my goodness. Tiffany was identified by her license plate number on her car. And she was a later arrested after she turned herself in. Charged with third-degree assault, second-degree assault, offensive touching, criminal mischief, terroristic threatening, and disorderly conduct. Can I answer now? And messing up the lettuce. Was, was this an overreaction? Riz. Yes, it was. Definitely was. <laughs> Can you imagine the employee getting hit with hot coffee in the face and is like, oh, my God, I'm on fire. I got nothing to lose. I'm going to confront this lady. Well, I mean, you know, my face is already on fire. What could be worse? <laughs> and then you get, pepper spray. Then you get yeah. seasoned with pepper spray. This is like, this is like a scene of like a comedy cops and robbers movie where like the person that's on fire tries to put themselves out with gasoline. <laughs> yeah, you okay. Coffee is just the pepper spray uh, appetizer. Jeez. Yeah, it's definitely a uh, an overreaction. I love this story. Two well-known realtors in Destin, Florida, were arrested last Friday night after causing a disturbance at a local bar. Now, I'll tell you why I love this story in a second. Cops were uh, called to a place called the Red Door Saloon <laughs> at around 2 in the morning about customers who were being rowdy. You got 47-year-old Tracy Barry and her 24-year-old daughter, Julia. Employees said they were being uh, impatient while waiting for their drinks. Then they started yelling and becoming, quote, very disrespectful. At which which point employees tried to escort the two out of the bar. Of course, they started kicking and punching. Outside, Julia punched an employee in the face a couple times. Cops came. Tracy, the mom, kicks one of them in the leg. In the patrol car, Tracy tries to kick out a window. Continuing even after her legs were shackled. Julia gouged her window with the steel cuffs, leaving deep scratches in the window. And here's, here's where I find the story amusing. According to the body cam worn by deputies, Tracy announced that they, quote, knew lots of rich and famous people with lots of money. Got it. She continues, quote, I'm on the radio. I'm also famous. I'm on HGTV. True. She was featured on an episode of How Close Can I Beach? which is an actual show. I looked it up. <laughs> I'm famous. I was on HGTV once <laughs> for 15 minutes. Uh, Tracy was charged with felony resisting an officer with violence as well as misdemeanor battery. Julia charged with misdemeanor battery. And they've also been banned from the Red Door Saloon. You think maybe this whole for one year. <laughs> so they could come back. Maybe this whole thing started because they were ordering a drink at 2 a.m. 
Yeah. That yeah, may yeah. be part of it. Well, you don't I think that was a firsty? Yeah, I, love, I love that they were banned for a year. For a year. <laughs> you can never come back here again this year. I'll see you in 366. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people who don't like uh, President Trump accuse him of acting like a dictator. And people who don't like uh, President Obama used to say the same thing. But uh, here's how someone who actually has the type of power, here's how he does things. So King Mitsaui III has been the ruler of Swaziland since 1986. You know where Swaziland is? I do not, but I know. He hit Joplin to take a hard left, right? It's it's a nation in Southeast Africa. It's wedged between South Africa and Mozambique. Swaziland. And he's one of the only absolute monarchs left in the world. And he could basically do whatever he wants. Like this. He just announced he's changing the name of the entire country. Holy smokes, are you serious? Yeah. So Swaziland is going bye-bye? Yeah. Oh my god! Wa- tell, tell me it's not Africa McAfra face or something like that. Bodie McBody face. You could vote online. Swazi <laughs> Swazi McSwaziland. <laughs> yeah. No way. Country McCountry face. <laughs> I'm gonna be careful with that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, just, we're just spitballing here. I caught myself. <laughs> <laughs> I sat over here. I had a mini stroke. Did he announce the, the new name? Or did oh, yeah, he just, yeah, yeah. No and, way. And I'll tell you why he changed it. Now we have to change all our globes at the house. No, I mean, isn't that kind of, isn't that crazy? I mean, did you still have a, a globe or a map with the USSR? Uh, not currently. I, I have a I have a globe with the USSR, and my we were going over countries and things with my kids, and it's fascinating to go, oh, my goodness, this country is different. This country is no longer called this. This is actually now this, and it's really cool to do that with, with a globe that I had that was made in the 70s. Well, so he's changing Swaziland, and here's why. He's sick of foreigners confusing it with Switzerland, which how many times does that happen? Switzerland, what do you mean? Swaziland. You mean like when they're pointing at a globe or they land in the airport no and go, idea. this isn't what this I thought. Sw- Where are the Alps? I'm, I'm here for the cuckoo clocks and the chocolate. Um, <laughs> I didn't Where's ex- the army with all the cool knives? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Where are the knives at? <laughs> Yeah, are people mistaking it in... in I'm looking for the chick with the hot chocolate and the pixels. Uh, excuse me, guys. Do you oh, all supposed to be hot, everybody here? Swiss Miss. Can you, can, you, can you point me to the holy cheese, the, the, the cheese with the uh-huh. holes in it? That's not here. Wait, I'm in Africa? <laughs> Damn it, Carl, we bought the wrong ticket. Well, ain't wrong this country. some BS? Oh, man. So the new name... For Swaziland will be E Swatini. Okay. E Swatini. It means land of the Swazis. He really dropped the ball here. If you're going to change your country's name, oh, you better I change know, it to like. Yeah. That's not. Hey, we were Swaziland, but I just want to let everybody know we are now Guan. No. Now, something completely different. No, cool, Phil. Awesome yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is no longer Swaziland. We are now known as greatest place on the planet. Winchesterton Fieldville. <laughs> There's Dr. Pepper. So, and, and listen, this guy's been using uh, East Watinian speeches since at least 2014, but now he's officially changing it. And he announced the name change in a speech yesterday and said, quote, whenever we go abroad, people refer to us as Switzerland. So 
that really is why he's doing it. But the spelling is a little funky, though. Yeah, yeah I'm looking at it now. The first letter is a lowercase e, followed by a capital S, which I thought it, it kind of looked like the name of some internet startup from the 90s. Right. Hey, did you print out that Swatini? No, I just did the E Swatini. That doesn't make sense. Why is it the small E and a capital S? That's just how you know why? this guy does like things you want to do. He can, yeah. Maybe it's better on T-shirts. I don't are, know. are they keeping the, the, the flag and everything else the same? I don't know. All I know is about the name. The flag is beautiful. It's super cool. This is now known as E-Swatini, but you spell it, all you got to do is write an ampersand, and that's it. That's how you say E-Swatini, yep. Hmm. You know, warmer temperatures are uh, not too far off, and that unfortunately means, unfortunately means we'll, we'll likely soon be hearing news stories about dogs left in hot cars. You know, it takes less than an hour for the temperature inside a car, even with the window open, to double when it's just 70 degrees outside. So what are you within your legal rights to do if you spot a dog that you think is in trouble inside the car? That's the question. That's a great question. What do you do? Jeff, you see a, you see Jeff Burton walking in the parking lot of uh, Walmart. It's uh, 80 degrees out, and you see a car parked in the lot and a dog in the backseat. And the dog is obviously in duress. Yeah, getting to be there. What do you do? I'd probably call him, stand next to the car, and call the police. Do you break the window? Depending on if it's 80 degrees and the dog does not seem like it's in duress, I probably would not. I would call the police and tell them, hey, how long are you going to be, or ask them how long are you going to be here, and may I break the window, or should I wait for you? If it's 90 degrees and the windows are completely up, yes, I'll break the glass. Because mm -hmm. they have the strength of 10 men, as you know. Right. Right, you do. I would. What do you do? I would probably call the police. I would I would never break a window, though. Because as much as it would destroy me, I just, that it's it's not my place. And then, I, I for some reason, I remember a story of somebody breaking a window and then them getting charged with destruction of property. Not here. I just remember well, us having that story. Here's what the Animal Defense Fund, which is the nation's uh, preeminent legal advocacy, advocacy organization for animals, says you should do. They say first call 911. As most states allow a public safety officer to break into the car and rescue an animal if its life is threatened. Also, 29 states have some form of hot car law. That provides the window-breaking rescuer with some protection. But that's a state-to-state -state thing, and Missouri is not one of those states. Hmm. Like, we are not in a hot car state. Sorry to do this for a second, but uh, just to jump back to, uh, oh, shoot, I forgot what it was called. East, what was it? East Eswatini. East Eswatini, thank you. Apparently, that was the, uh, the ancient name of it, and they're trying to break away. They're trying to shed the country's British colonial past. They've been independent, I guess, for about 50 years. And they're trying to go back to before the 18-whatevers uh, when they were under British rule. Well, so now it's East Watini. Yeah, again, apparently. Well, that's good to know, Moon. Thank you. What yeah, about man, you? I, I, th I, I mean, you. I thought that was important. What it about you with the dog situation? Sorry. No, I was... I'd call uh, 911. If it was 90 degrees and the dog was obviously in duress. Yeah, because I think we've had a lot of stories about breaking a car window mm -hmm. to rescue a dog and the person getting sued. Yeah. Or arrested. Mm -hmm. 
We've also seen stories, though, of 78 degrees outside and a dog dying in the back of, well, that's what I'm saying. Back of a car. It, 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 inside a car, the temperature will double when it's 70 degrees outside. Yeah. Um, I think I've called the police once. Never, definitely never broken the window. But uh, I think there was a group of us, and, and I don't remember if it was me or somebody else, but I remember the police being called. I've never, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a car with a dog in it and, and a hot temperature. I want to say this I haven't was, noticed. Can't, can't recall that I have either. I think this was at uh, Forest Park. It was, it was at a larger park because there was a group of people and we were waiting for somebody to come back and kind of looking around for anybody near and there was no one near. So someone called the police. So wait, you, so you can't break the window, but you could break the nose of the owner. So that's, that's what it is. So just wait and yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can do either. Yeah, in fact, there was a story last year of a chick breaking a window, or a dude breaking a window because a chick left her co- her dog in the car, and the guy getting arrested for vandalism. Yeah, I was gonna say I remember the we we talked about the story, and I remember thinking to myself, "Well, hell yeah, I'd break a window." And then I heard that story, and I was like, well, "I guess I'm not breaking a window." Yeah, call nine one one. That's your best course of action. Or I mean, hey, listen, if the dog is really in distress, I mean. Roll the dice. That's what I, I mean. If it's, it just depends on the situation. Roll the dice. Break the window. I would not I mean, be above breaking the window, though. You may get arrested. Is anybody going to convict you? I mean, I don't think so. I don't know. The lesson here is, and the takeaway is, don't leave your dog in the car. Okay. Yeah. Or your pet in the car. Why are you laughing? Because I thought you said the lesson here is just don't own a pet. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's I was trying I to be serious going. for a second. That's cool. If you really want to err on the side of caution, <laughs> don't own a dog. <laughs> am I, am I, am I, you happy? Was I far off? No. I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, this looks fun. The uh, world's largest garage sale is this weekend. It's tomorrow, actually. New location, Family Arena. 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Brought to you by Goodwill. Admission, 5 bucks. Kids, 12 and under, get in for free. But if you want to beat the rush, shop early. 7 a.m. for an extra 5 bucks. I like tchotchkes. Hell, yeah. I like tchotchkes. Speaking of goodwill, I'm going to admit something totally stupid. You guys ever have those moments where you see something and you're 37 years old and it and you and it clicks like a logo or something and it clicks for the first time and you go, oh my gosh, I'm a complete buffoon. The goodwill face, you know how it's like the logo is a face? Mm-hmm. That's the G in the goodwill. I'm, I'm a total idiot. Show me the logo. Oh you, yeah, I, ha- I had this with FedEx a few FedEx years ago. FedEx with the arrow. Yeah. With isn't, the arrow. There, isn't there something else in there too besides just the arrow? Uh, what or FedEx? There, yeah. Oh no, you're thinking of you think of Amazon with the arrow that goes from A to Z. That is a G. Oh, that looks like a penis. Yeah. Isn't that cool? You didn't know that? No. <laughs> oh my goodness. Scott and I both went by it and realized it. And we were both dumbfounded that we totally missed that. That is a G. That's hilarious. I always thought it was at the side of a face. Yeah. Now I can't go buy a Goodwill without going. Wow, great design. Great the, design, and guys. And the dad in you, when you're if you're in the car with him, you'll you'll point it out. Hey, did you know that G? Yeah, yeah, no. I think Scott and I had a ten minute conversation huh. about how design is just so important and whoever they hired, man, they nailed That's it. That's funny. You knew about the FedEx thing? Yeah, the arrow. The arrow, there's yeah. an arrow in the FedEx logo. I knew that like two years ago when my youngest <laughs> told me. I was like, Yeah, I totally knew that. <laughs> Don't you feel like an idiot? Don't you be like, wow, no, man. I've been staring at this logo for the, years. That genius just passed me. Huh. <laughs> Yeah, now I'll never be able to look at that again. Well, no, you the, will. The same I, way. You'll be proud of the, the, same way. the, the graphic yeah, I, designer. I totally, I totally will point that out to somebody. Yeah. Hey, did you know? Did you know? Did you know? <laughs> the Rizzuto Show Sports. 
don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Cardinals and Cubs played their makeup game from Wednesday, yesterday at Wrigley. And the Cardinals lost to 8-5. to five. Luke Weaver picked up his first loss of the year. Cardinals now, store, Cardinals now start a home series at Bush against the Reds. Tonight, Michael Walker gets the start. First pitch is scheduled for 7-15. And the Reds will be in town with a little bit of a different look as far as their managerial staff. The Reds have announced that they've fired their manager, Brian P- uh, Price. They were like three and like 15. Oh, yeah, the worst I mean, start. It, it was horrendous. So there's a bunch of minor league guys that are going to be taking over. And it says that uh, late, all it said was, which is weird that this was the official statement from the Reds. It said, later in the year when we have more time, we'll conduct a for reals like head coaching or manager <laughs> search. What? Hey, who's your new manager? Ah, we just don't have time yeah, right now. Yeah, we got so much going on with got the promos. The, it's a game. Every, there's 472 games it's, left. It's pullover day. <laughs> I got to find their exact quote. It was like, it was cra- it was crazy the way that they said it. I think it was, it's quote, ah, we'll get to it. Uh, so who's taking over? Probably like the bench coach. It is, yeah. Uh, interim red uh, manager Jim Riggleman. Oh, he's a former Cardinal coach. Well, maybe, and you, know, you know what they'll do? They'll probably see how he does. I was just going to say, maybe, maybe that's the plan. Here, here's a, here's an official tweet from the Reds. Later in the year, the team will conduct a thorough managerial search for a permanent replacement. I bet you they see how he, if he does good, I'll bet you they'll yeah. Uh, NHL any worse. NHL playoffs results from last night. First round playoff action. The Bruins beat the Maple Leafs three to one. They lead that series three games to one, and the Capitals beat the Blue Jackets four to one. That series is tied at two two. Uh, a 1952 Mickey Mantle tops rookie card in mint condition sold yesterday for. $2.88 million. Wow. It's the second highest price ever paid for a baseball card. The 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 card that holds that honor is Honus a Wagner. $3.12 million card for a 1909 Honus Wagner card. Yeah. It's crazy. And they're saying that the reason that this card... Why that one? Because it's so rare. And the reason that it's so rare is because nobody wanted them. In 1952, this top set was the second wave of cards this pro- of the, for that year. So it wasn't like the first 1952 tops. It was the second wave of them, and mm. that's where the Mantle rookie card was in. Mm. Uh, and and apparently people just were uninterested. How much is my tops Ken Griffey rookie, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card? I, I have that as well. I have the Donruss. Uh, uh, I think we do this every time well. we talk about any type of baseball <laughs> yeah. cards. Yeah. That, well, I want to know the current value. <laughs> you know, the 1955 Roberto Clemente currently on sale for 430 and the uh, Jose Uribe Giants Fleer 1990, $758,000. What? What about my Bob Basson rookie card? Can you look that up? Priceless. Priceless. The the Billy Ripken F-Face baseball bat. You know which one I'm talking about? No. Yeah, it says something, right? It says F-Face. I mean, the the actual F-word on the knob of his bat. There it is. That's hilarious. $337. That's it. That's it. That's on Etsy. That's great. <laughs> you don't know that card anymore. I do. I, I, now that I know it's what on you're the, saying, underneath, it's on the knob. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. That's funny. No. Uh, so Lance Armstrong. Whenever we talk about Lance Armstrong, we never really talk about anything good, right? So let's change that. I'm kidding. Uh, he reached a $5 million settlement with the federal government in that whistleblower lawsuit. But I guess it's kind of good news because they were looking to get $100 million. But he settled for $5 million. And uh, you know, remember Floyd Landis, his teammate? Oh, yes. He's part of this lawsuit, and he's eligible for up to 25% of the settlement, along with the attorney fees that are paid by Armstrong. So, I, I knew, $100 million, $5 million. I guess he won on this. Yeah. I knew uh, pretty well, actually, one of his teammates during the heydays and the, the, the wins and all that. Mm-hmm. And the stories that he has about that entire world 
is just oh, just listen to any interview with Floyd Landis who yeah. goes into explicit detail about what they were doing to their bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, and I don't even mean just the scandals. I mean just the, the, the lifestyle and the yeah. things that they go through and how the teams work and how the sponsorships work. And I mean, it is just a world that is uh, so beyond uh, you know most of the sports world. Well, Lance Armstrong was the guy, so the whole team was basically for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's how they work. him win. Yeah. Yeah, and Landis himself, him. Landis also was using performance enhancing oh, yeah, drugs too, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, since it's Friday, I have a uh, Friday fail sports story for you. There was this announcer at an amateur MMA fight, and he just pulled a rare double Steve Harvey. As he called the results correctly, then wrong, then correctly again. This is, I mean, it's truly uncomfortable. Again, this is at an amateur MMA fight. So, and here's this guy just completely butchering the end of the fight. Here is the announcement of who is the victor. For your winner, David, the, oh, excuse me, my bad, Elijah Young Snipes Terrell. Whoa. My bad. I called it wrong. My bad. I got the scores right. I got the winner wrong. My bad, my friend. I'm sorry. Our judges called it 29-28, 29-28, 30-27 for your winner, David, the oh, coffee so boss, Booker. Oh, man. Wait, so which one was it, it Steve was, Harvey? It was the, the beginning is the best, but he goes, and your winner. David, yeah, no, no. And then he tries to save it real quick. For your winner. It's the best. <laughs> David, the co- oh, excuse me, my bad. <laughs> <Elijah>. <laughs> David, excuse me. Hey, if, I become, if I become an MMA fighter, my nickname, you know, it's like Tony the Tropic Hammer, but mine would be, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, so he got it right, got it wrong, got it right? Correct. Yes. Yep. And, and you now, went the, legally, somebody's allowed to round ass him. Here's what's even worse <laughs> about this, okay? So that makes you uncomfortable, and oh, man, that sucks. The guy who he... Okay, so he originally started saying a name, stopped, said the real name of the yeah. of the of the, no, he said the winner's name, messed it up, said the loser's name, then said the, said the winner's name. name. That guy in the middle, that was his MMA debut fight, and he thought he just won his debut fight. <laughs> and then they went, "My bad, you lost." Big bummer. That sucks. Uh, see the video for yourself, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo Show headline. Let's go to, let's see, where should we go? Pensacola, Florida, guys. And I'm going to start by saying that this story makes zero sense unless you know the people were on meth when they came up with their plan. (laughs) Then it all fits. (laughs) So you got a 52-year-old guy named Mark Kinney was uh, convinced that something something was moving around inside his ear on Wednesday. Was it a bug or was it nothing? Like I said, meth was involved. But instead of going to the hospital like a normal person would, he grabbed his gun and drove to a place that teaches people how to use ultrasound machines. Apparently his plan was to force his way in and make one of the teachers find the bug in his ear. There's a meth bug. There's a meth bug right right here. And the name of the place is the Florida Institute of Ultrasound. Luckily, he never got inside. Somebody who knew about the plan called the cops. Mark arrested outside the building when he showed up. And the dumbest part is he wasn't the only person who thought this was a good idea. A 41-year-old woman named Mar- uh, Mary Kinney was with him. Was it his wife? Was it a relative? I don't know. But they're both facing multiple firearms charges. 
and the cops found meth on them. So now they're facing. Honestly, they're facing drug charge. Drug charges. Too. That's that's a better ending than I thought you were going. I, I thought you were going with. He they thought he had a meth. No, I thought. He shot himself in the head. Yeah, I thought he, he had a meth bug in his ear and he got a gun to try to get it. Mm. That's where I thought you were going with this. I thought we were going dark. No. <laughs> No, I've saved that for Friday Fails. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to start us out with a doozy. Get it? I'm going to get it out of the way. Okay. And then we'll move on, okay? All right. Okay. Again, I'm happy this guy's a... He's okay. He's okay now. He'll get the help he needs. So from Pensacola, Florida, the Kitties. Today's Headline Hoosh. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. So he grabbed his gun and tried to shoot the bug out. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I thought you were going. Oh, like, holy boy. smokes, this is a quick one. That would have been dark. You didn't get that? He, I didn't put that. I didn't said, even think that. He goes, he thought he had a bug in his ear. He's on meth. I could and see, he grabbed the gun. I was like, oh, I my God. I could see how you would get there. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. You know, we were just talking uh, off the air. So Monday Night Raw is uh, coming up this coming Monday at Scott Trade. So I'm going with my son. And I tell you what, he is geeked out. And we have a wrestler coming in on Monday. Elias is his name. He'll be here Monday. What, 9 o'clock, Boom? Yep. 9 o'clock. He's the guy that plays guitar. We should, may- maybe, we should maybe bring a guitar in for him. Oh, I bet he brings his own. Oh, you think so? Oh, oh that'd yeah. be great. I bet, he bring- I bet he brings his own. That'll be fun. You better bring him with the questions. Oh, I walk with Elias. I'm good. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Yeah, it's a guy that sits in the middle of the ring and just sings bad like bad folk songs. Right? I, does I he does he, he fight Seth Rollins? Does he fight Seth Rollins? He has he has before. Uh, I I hope I hope and and Moon, I love you to death, buddy. But I hope he goes after you. <laughs> goes after me? Like, not like not like fights you. I was gonna say. But like because, I hope I hope uh, I'm raising I hope, here. I hope he finds <laughs> out. No, oh, yellow belt. I hope he finds out. Uh, not yet. That you are a musician, because I hope he will come after you, and I can't. Oh, wait we'll tell him. Oh, please. Hit me. You better bring it, bruh. His Boy, thing is, I got is Seth Rollins the, on my side. When he's in the middle of the ring, his thing is, is he goes, so now if I can have you all pay attention and silence your cell phones and shut your mouths when I'm about to perform. And then Ooh. he sings. I got I got the greatest thing. to. Oh, I, I know what to say back to him. All right. Well, we'll, we'll talk to him on Monday. Ooh, I, I know it, exactly it, what to say. It's going gonna, it's gonna to knock him flat. I hope From he hits w- you in the head w- with the guitar. Elias will be here. And that That's Monday Night Raw is shaping up to be a pretty good, uh, pretty good night. Brock Lesnar, Ronda Rousey will be there on Monday night. And I know tickets are still available. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Uh, I think we have some uh, tickets to give out later on. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza. Don't forget, $5 Lena's Pizza at all Straubs all this weekend. Time Magazine revealed its annual list of 100 most influential people, so I got all Thank 100. You. We're going to break them all down. Where did I come? One, number one. Congratulations. Right. As far as people in this room. <laughs> so. I came in sixth out of everybody in this room. It's really weird. Now, they don't rank them anymore. It's just oh, more... Oh, God. So what I did was I put them in categories like uh, leaders, icons, artists, pioneers, actors, actresses, that sort of thing. So as far as the celebrities slash entertainers, and this person is the youngest person ever to make this list. Sucks. At 14. 14. Oh, uh, Stranger Things, chick. Millie Bobby Brown, you got it. I was going to say Daniel Bregoli. 
Uh, Sterling K. Sandy Brown. Out, first of all. Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us, and I believe St. Louis' is on, is on the list. As far as superheroes are concerned, Gal Gadot, uh, Huge Jackman, Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> what? Huge Jackman. <laughs> we have an understanding. I call him that. He calls me that. Black Panther director Ryan Coogler. Is that how you pronounce that? Coogler? Quiet Place star and director John Krasinski. Shape of Water director Guillermo del Toro. And the uh, lady who directed Lady Bird, Greta Gerwig. As far as actors are concerned, Nicole Kidman, Roseanne, Tiffany Haddish, singers are Jennifer Lopez, Rihanna, Kesha, Cardi B, and Shawn Mendes, Oprah, what? of course. Where's that Beyonce? Uh, not on the list. <gasps> what? Sorry. You know what that means? This list is bogus. Mm-hmm. Oprah, of no course. No Beyonce. No Beyonce. Sorry, ma'am. Maybe she has her own list. What? I don't know. She exists above time. That's why. <laughs> Oprah, Trevor Noah, Jimmy Kimmel, Sean Hannity. Oh, and you know what? From Good Morning America, Savannah Guthrie, Hoda Kotb, Matt Lauer, not Kathy Lee. Sorry. Well, <laughs> as far as athletes are concerned, the Olympic snowboarder that Chloe Kim. Uh, from the Houston Texans, J.J. Watt, Roger Federer, who's a tennis player, Kevin Durant's apparently a basketball player, and then politics and world leaders, President Trump, Kim Jong-un, Prince Harry, and Meghan Markle. Then you got the Canadian pres- uh, Prime Minister, you got the uh, House Minority Leader, Nancy Pelosi, and uh, Jeff Ses- Sessions, and the Parkland High School uh, shooting uh, survivors as well, all on that list. Tomorrow is the second anniversary of Prince's death. And here are three new updates. For starters, Prince's estate has released the original version of Nothing Compares to You. He wrote it in 84 for his side side project. Remember what his side project was called? Uh, yeah, what was it called? The Family. Even though she... Oh, the a, Family? Yeah, The Family. The yeah. Family. So this is... Huh? I thought that was just his band. I think that was New Power Generation, wasn't it? Or was that somebody... Or is that a later incarnation? I don't know. He played music like... 23 hours a day, so... And by the way, have you guys seen the police video of the death scene yet that was also released? No. It's... I mean, there's it's, there's nothing gross about it other than his body is laying there, and everywhere I've looked, I'm sure it's out there. I didn't really look that, that hard, but they have his body, you know, like, pixelated out. But his body's literally laying there right outside the elevator where they found oh, him. Oh, my God. But there's, there's video of a police officer, and you can see him, his reflection in the mirror at one point. They just... They're just documenting the entire scene, and it is gold records and everything, just everywhere. So anyway, this is the original uh, recording of Nothing Compares to You. Yeah, because the Sinead O'Connor version is a, it's a cover song. It's the one everybody knows, yeah. Everybody knows the Sinead O'Connor version, but it was Prince that wrote the song. Yeah. Since you've been gone, I can do whatever I want. I can see whomever I choose. What's neat about this is they they put that that audio out, but the video of it is just like footage you've never seen before of him, and then a lot of him rehearsing. And 
I, I know this is not groundbreaking news. Dude could move. Oh my gosh. You should see the stuff when he is rehearsing. The stuff that he does with the mic stand and everything. Yeah. Everything on like four foot heels too. So, four so, foot, four inch heels. So this is so this the reason that this is quote unquote important or special is because this is the studio version of it. Correct, yeah. Yeah. The like live is, version was the other version that was like came out and was popular. But this is the studio version of it. Well, Sinead O'Connor's version is the one that everybody knows. Right, but Prince yeah. put out, in 93, he put out the, but that was the live version, right? right? This is okay. the original studio version, which is I different. I because I swear to God, I heard him sing that before. Right, yeah. But it was live. Right, it's right, not, right, right. It's not exactly. Yes, version. sir. Uh, and then also, the other thing that came out is that the uh, people, in, the prosecutor investigating Prince's death said, no criminal charges are going to be filed in this case. They just couldn't find any evidence that any wrongdoing was happening. Huh. Uh, I'm looking at the uh, the crime scene mm-hmm. pictures. So there's a scene. So you see blood in the elevator, right? Right. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's pixelated out. And I'm sure it's out there somewhere because every news outlet that I saw had a different version of pixelating it. Like TMZ said, we chose not to show the body. Well, so the, there's one that just a big, yeah, TMZ's got a big black circle over. Right. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of... Uh, there's also a picture with a, one of his desks or something or a table or something that has a white powder just all over the place. Now, what wow. that white powder is, I don't know. It could be confectioner sugar. I don't know. He could Comet. Have been, could have been Comet. Yeah. You never know. So no charges are going to be filed. Uh, they said that he had some like, kind of some underground Vicodin that may have been laced with fentanyl, and that's probably uh, what killed him. Yeah. All right. Here's the uh, prosecutor. Despite their extensive efforts... Law enforcement was unable to determine the source of the counterfeit Vicodin laced with fentanyl. Therefore, without probable cause and no identified suspect, the Carver County Attorney's Office cannot file any criminal charges involving the death of Prince. The fact that criminal charges are not brought certainly does not mean that some person or persons associated with Prince did not assist or enable Prince in obtaining the counterfeit Vicodin. After all, Prince somehow did come into possession of the pills, and the pills had to come from some source. I mean, it's crazy that that killed him. Right. Maybe Counterfeit was... Vicodin. Yeah. But the guy had legit back problems and stuff. There's yeah. also uh, a month... He can't get real Vicodin? Where he, I, I don't know if you're on TMZ or wherever, but a couple of the outlets also had just a short video of him and obviously a security guard and somebody with some sort of credentials walking into some sort of building, and it was like the day that he died or the day before something. He looks horrible. Oh, my God. Just looks, just looks really bad. And we mentioned... What a, Sinead, what a damn shame. Yeah, and we mentioned Sinead O'Connor, who, you know, her version of Nothing Compares to You is the one that most people know. Uh, she was interviewed by the police 11 days after his death. Not really sure why, other than she knew knew him and worked with him she was not a suspect but she more than alludes to the fact that he was a violent person towards women everyone is mistaken who believes that he did not have a drug habit for the entire of his life he used hard drugs commonly i know this because i spent time with the man he did not release an album famously which is called the black album the reason he didn't he told me himself was that he had been taking so many dark drugs that he had had a vision from God, and God had told him the album was evil and he was not to release it. Wow. When he would come out of the room, he would be very violent, very aggressive. His uh, his eyeballs would disappear literally from his eyes as if they vanished. 
Um, he had been very violent, and these women will be coming forward over the time. He had been extremely violent to a number of women in his life, including myself. Okay. Uh, several women were put in hospital while poor Prince was under the effects of these medications. He had me locked in the house ready to beat the shit out of me because he had gone upstairs mm -hmm. and taken some kind of weird drug. When he came back down, he's very violent and the eyeballs are disappearing and I'm scared <laughs> Prince was not a very nice man. I always joke that they didn't call him Prince for nothing. Wow. I thought he was, uh, never drank because he was so religious. Like there was no alcohol in his house, but he did the hard drugs. Apparently, apparently so. Apparently so. I don't know if it was because of uh, pains and stuff like that from all the dancing and whatever. Who knows? He got into it somehow, some way. Jehovah's Witness. That's what it was. Jehovah's Witness. I think it was a, a religion thing. Uh, classic story about Aerosmith's song, uh, Do Looks Like a Lady. Does anybody know the story about where I, that song comes from? I do. I read this years ago. I do, too. Who you are know, they? You know the song, Moon? Do Looks Like a Lady? Mara yeah, of course. You know, you know who what it's, it's about? Or who it's, yeah, or who it's about, I'm whatever the story. I it's about a dude that looks like a lady. Good job. God, he is sharp as a tack, Specifically. Man. Oh, no. It is a rocker from the 80s. Okay, that doesn't narrow a thing down. <laughs> Name a couple and I bet you get it. Um, Brett Michaels. Close, no. Uh, CeCe DeVille. No. Um, oh, what's the, uh, what's the Motley Crue guy? Vince Neil? Vince Neil. Ah, no way, I saw him in a bar and I thought he was a gal. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should have wrote a song about it. <laughs> this was like 10 years ago. Well, the guy who co-wrote the song, his name is Desmond Child, and he talked about where the inspiration for the song came from. He was from. just making fun of him? Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. I had gone to write with Aerosmith for the very first time, and they had been at a bar a few days before, and Vince Neil was at the bar, and Steven Tyler was starting to poke fun and, and started saying, oh, that dude looks like a lady. Inadvertently, we wrote a song about Vince Neil. No way. And what's crazy is now Steven Tyler looks like a grandma. <laughs> Dude. Vince Neil should come out with a song that says, Dude looks like a grandma. Yeah, yeah that's that true. That would be great. We had a, um, it was just like a business lunch or something. This was 10 or 15 years ago. The story that you're sitting in, uh, we were on Sunset, you know, like where you expect to see rocker guys and all that, but you never do. Uh -huh. And no kidding, we're sitting there and at the bar, this is, I don't know, 11 a.m. or something. Uh, there's this blonde gal, we thought it was a gal, talking to somebody that looked familiar, like another rocker guy that, that we recognize. And we're like, oh man, that, that could be so and so. And then when Vince Neil turns around, the, the supposed guy like, oh my god, oh, it's Vince Neil. Vince Neil. Do you get upset with this or do you go, obviously my hair is beautiful? He had pretty hair. I mean, <laughs> you know, what are you going to say? It's just from the back with the hair. All right. Yeah. How funny is that? Anybody name a song or a band that you you love, you, you secretly love the band, but uh, uh, you, you you hate the song or vice versa, that sort of thing. Like, like for me, I have one already. I'll tell you what I bet is on that list, and maybe. It's a song that you secretly love by a band that you say you, you don't like. This is not me personally, because I have nothing against this band, but I'm imagining Rockstar by Nickelback. There is a Nickelback oh, yeah. song on here on this list, but it's not Rockstar. Uh, is there another rock Is there other rock bands? Oh, a photograph? Uh, Wait, would you say photograph? No, I said Rockstar. It's got to be how you remind me. That is uh, number eight. I got uh, eight, uh, and it's not necessarily in any sort of order, but... Number eight on my list is that particular song. Yes. So you like the song, but you hate the band? Yeah. Well, I don't hate the band at all. Not at all. I just think they're a little cheesy at times. You hate the band? I do not. I can answer on my own. I do not hate the band. I think they're cheesy. That's all. Wow.
yeah, you know, I'm the same with Radiohead. Um, this is a- but I, I will admit, there's there's one or two Radiohead songs I like. Yeah, that, that's what this list is about. Are they on the list? Radiohead? No. Yeah. Is there other rockish bands? Yes, there are. Number seven is uh, Sugar Babes. The, is the band that's called uh, Overland, Overload. Sugar Babes. Is that uh, Bjork's first band? No, that's yeah, Sugar she- Cubes. Oh, okay. This is a British list, by the way, right? So just yeah, the liber- uh, so Libertines is number six. Can't stand me now. Now number five has a number five in the band name. Jackson Five. Nope. So these are five for fighting. Nope, this one. That'd be Maroon Five, of course. So these are songs you love from bands you hate. Yeah. Huh. One of uh, Patrico's favorites is on here. Yep. Favorite bands. Limp Bizkit? Nookie. Is it Limp Bizkit? Limp Bizkit, but or not Break Nookie. Stuff. Not no, no, Nookie. what's... Or Faith. Nope. <laughs> one more, one more, one more. I like the song. I haven't heard it in I remember the... Isn't... Part of the video with a girl with like a crop top shirt on doing the uh, steering wheel chicks. thing. Oh my yeah, goodness! Fan of that. I was at the uh, video shoot for this. Top of the top of the World Trade Center. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That's you in the background going. Yeah. All right, number two on the list: the 1975 a song called Medicine. Oh, that song's awesome. I don't this band is awesome. I know this band. This band is not awesome. Whatever. I'm sure this is a massive hit in Britain, but this didn't cross here. I don't know this. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's that a band where if I have trouble sleeping, I just turn it on for 30 seconds and I'm out like a light. And then put golf the on the TV as well. I do love <laughs> their records. Gold. I'm not sure about the band, but I love their records. Number one, I think, is number one for a lot of people. England. Wait, wait. Let's guess. Is it? Oh, can you just give us a genre? Uh, rock. Uh, it's pop rock. Yeah. Pop rock. England. Oasis. No, everybody loves Oasis. Coldplay. Coldplay also be on that list of bands that you think, you know, everybody says that you, they really do like them, but they only know maybe that song and one other one? Well, there's uh, the, the, their second record, Rush of Blood to the Head. Mm-hmm. Man, what a great record that is. Dude, they have so many hit singles. I mean, there's no way people only know two singles. No, I'm saying that people who, oh yeah, Coldplay, yeah, I love those guys, but uh, you don't really know a whole lot about them or not. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think that's like, that's that's what happens to all rock crossover pop bands. Yeah, if you want if you want to listen to a good record front to back of Rush of Blood to the Head, yeah. That is a good record. That's one of those records that takes me back to a certain time. Yeah. Is a that certain time and a place. Scientist on oh, yeah. it and some other ones. Mm-hmm. In my place. I think that was on that record. That takes me back to winter of two thousand one. Good group. As long as that was a good place for you. It's a good place. Smart, smart band. Uh in theaters this weekend, guys, Super Troopers 2 out today. Yep. Everyone's favorite law enforcement team is back by popular demand with the long-anticipated follow-up to the cult comedy classic, Super Troopers. Listen, you know critics are not going to like this. Critics, 35%. Audience, 64%. That's for Super Troopers 2. Also out today is the new Amy Schumer movie called I Feel Pretty. Get your tickets yet? Getting savaged. 
this is not for me, this movie. I'm just going to say it's not, it's not something I'm, I'm going to probably enjoy. I will not watch this when it comes on demand. The previews TV. anger me. Critics, 39%. Audience, 36%. This room, 0%. <laughs> Four uh, thumbs down. Crappy Birthdays, Carmen Electra, 46. Don Mattingly is 57. Oh, baseball. Yep. Uh, George Takei is 81. Uh, Tony Romo, 38. James McAvoy, 39. Rob Riggle, 48. Brutus the Barber Beefcake is 61. Machine Gun Kelly is 28. Jack Nicholson is 81. Today, Joey Lawrence is 42. Whoa. Two first names. Tomorrow, Tony Danza is 67. Savannah. <laughs> I can't believe we got them both in studio on their oh, birthday no. weekend. <laughs> And today's Burton birthday of the day, Miss, Mrs. Garrett, one of the few living cast members of Different Strokes, but of course, most known for Facts of Life, Charlotte Ray, 92 years old. Wow. Yep. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Jesse James. And today's birthday girl's been hit more times than a joint on today in 128 fine films, including <laughs> Anal Nights, Volume 2, <laughs> Kissing Cousins. <laughs> The Life and Times of Drunky the Bear, Rear End Enthusiasts, and who can forget her unforgettable role in, hey, how do you like this tushy? (laughs) Jesse James, 47 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that's your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. I believe uh, Jesse James is a a nice looking woman, isn't she? If I I remember. Yeah. Sure. The blonde, well. Blonde. Blonde, yeah. A little tiny thing, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's super, super cool, too. I interviewed her once. She didn't want to talk about porn. I think I may have interviewed her, too, at some point. I think she was doing something for Playboy TV. I think she had a gig on that thing. I don't know. Uh, 826. On this Friday, your Friday fail stories are next. First, another look at your traffic and weather. Here's Patrico. He's an artful liar. I think he is a greedy, vicious, and arrogant man. And he's coming at you. Jesus. Okay, your point traffic update. That being brought to you by Ryan Kelly. Savage. The Your point real quick, that was Scott's first contribution, by the way. Uh, oh, to the to uh, the thing? Uh, the King Scott. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome. The Rosudo Show on 1057 The Point. Beautiful. You sound a great boss. Beautiful. Thank you. 
Man, that sounded great. <laughs> and your Friday fail stories, sponsored by Mort's Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. I'm just going to get this out of the way. Okay. First story. Let's just get this done and move on. Okay. A 51-year-old guy in Utah had a really romantic plan to celebrate his wife's birthday. So he was going to climb a cliff, and he was going to use a bow to fire a lighted arrow into this painted heart. The plan was to to shoot the arrow towards the ground, where it would ignite the 51 candles in the shape of a heart. Well, he started climbing, and because it was dark out, he lost his footing and fell between 50 to 60 feet to his death. Oh, Boy, failed. Hey, wow, we're doing this, and that's your Friday fail story. I, to- I told you, just right. Jeez, oh. We'll just get that one out of the way. Moving on. On uh, Friday of last week, police in England posted a YouTube video of two moronic robbers who literally lost their cash in the wind, and they tried to snatch uh, some of their money out of midair as it flew away. But cut their losses and and just fled in a silver uh, silver car, and you can see it. I mean, they run outside for cash, and just the wind picks up and it blows all over the place. See ya. This was uh, this was them uh, robbing a travel agency, and police are hoping the video will help identify the suspects. Uh, here's a, a very rare case of a criminal getting busted because of a well researched obituary. Hmm. So there's a 58-year-old guy. His name is Stephen Michael Paris. And he escaped from prison in Oklahoma back in 1981. Three firsties. Yeah. And he was about a year and a half into a nine-year sentence for drug convictions when he escaped. And he's been on the run for the past 37 years. Well, about two months ago, his mother died. And her obituary mentioned the son named Stephen Michael Chavez in Houston, Texas. The U.S. Marshals connected the dots that Stephen Michael Chavez was probably Stephen Michael Paris. And last Thursday morning, they arrested him at the office where he was working. And a fingerprint confirmed his identity. Dang. Failed. And I don't know who put his info in the mom's obituary, but oops. Back on April 5th, Xavier Moran was involved in a car accident in Royal Palm Beach, Florida. And he told police that another driver cut him off and that his dashboard camera would support his account. So he signed a consent form that allowed police to review his footage. But when they took a gander at the film, they saw Xavier backing his super sweet Nissan into a parking spot, grabbing a baseball bat from his trunk, and breaking the door of a, of a beauty shop in order to rob it. Hmm. When Xavier was handcuffed and placed under arrest for burglary, he ran from police and somehow managed to jump a fence before he was apprehended. But Hey, guys, want to see the crime I just committed? <laughs> I got it on tape. Yeah, if you know you have your crime being committed on, on dash cam and you get into a minor fender bender, just let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. When you're in jail, I'm sure you just can't wait for the day you go home. But after all that time, what's another 10 to 20 minutes, right? So a 20-year-old guy named Jonathan Bentley got released from jail the other day in Alexandria, Louisiana, which is about 120 miles northwest of Baton Rouge. I don't know what he was in for or, or for how long, but the jail was about 25 miles from his house. So a cop drove him to the county line 
and dropped him off so another cop could take him the rest of the way. The second cop didn't show up right away, though. And Jonathan was all alone and sick of waiting. So instead of just sitting tight, he started walking. Then he saw a bike sitting out on somebody's yard and decided to steal it and ride it the rest of the way home. The cop who was on his way to pick him up drove past him a couple minutes later, asked where he got the bike, and tossed him right back into jail for theft. <laughs> Say it. Unbelievable. Uh, there's a guy from London, his name is Ryan Williams, who uh, just did what we've all dreamed of doing to fight the baggage fees. But unfortunately, it didn't work out. Ryan was flying from Iceland to uh, London last week, and he didn't want to pay the 65 bucks to check a bag, so he put on eight pairs of pants, ten shirts, and tried to get on the plane. <laughs> unfortunately, the agents at the gate figured out what he was doing, and they told me he couldn't fly like that. Excuse me, you. Yeah, the sweaty man. Excuse me, sweaty person. Come here. So he tried to get on a different airline, but they also caught him and stopped him. <laughs> Failed. And he wound up uh, getting a refund for his ticket, though. And eventually he flew home on a third airline. I don't know if they made him pay to check stuff, but. Excuse me, guy with really thick arms and legs and a small I honestly, head. I, don't, I honestly don't understand why you can't do that. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Excuse me, Michelin man? <laughs> A 25-year-old guy who knocked over two banks in West Virginia was caught this week after he was identified by the cab driver he <laughs> hired to drive him to one of the heists. Oh, come on, man. So George Lydon claims he recognized Ryan Michael uh, Stepien's photo on social media because he drove him from an apartment complex in West Virginia to a local bank that was robbed last Monday. Ryan told George he was doing you know, routine business at the bank. And then had him drive him to a nearby park. And Ryan is now being held for the bank robbery and another that took place last Friday in a nearby town. And I don't know if he's uh, expected to receive, ready for this, a fair trial. You know, stuff in real life doesn't work quite like it would in a movie. A guy named Andrew Peppers found out out the hard way. He's from uh, Bentbrook, Texas. He was arrested after trying to rob a Domino's restaurant in Fort Worth while wearing a Domino's employee outfit. A real employee of the store called the police, and Andrew was charged with an aggravated robbery. Hey, I'm new here, and uh, they told me to uh, take the money to the bank. So hand me all that. Thank you. See, I got a uniform right here. It says <laughs> see the, Domino's. See the jacket? <laughs> all right, a couple more for you. A uh, 30-year-old guy from Estonia. He was uh, vacationing in the Italian Alps, enjoying himself a couple drinks at a local watering hole. And by a couple drinks, I mean he got extremely hammered. And then he decided to call it a night and head back to his hotel. But the guy was so drunk that as he was walking, he didn't notice that he had taken a wrong turn and was heading up the mountainside. A couple hours later, he was still climbing. And at some point, he realized, uh, I made a big mistake. Luckily, he stumbled across a closed bar on the side of the mountain at an altitude of about 7,800 feet, one and a half miles up the side of a up the side of a mountain. And staff discovered the guy in the morning passed out on a makeshift bed made out of a, a bench and a couple cushions. A search party 
made up of the fire brigade, police, and drones had been dispatched uh, dispatched to find the guy before he was found safe and sound of the sound of the bar, and uh, he will be fined for his drunken adventure. What fail? Totally worth it, man. You guys uh, ever lose a phone charger? Maybe leave it in a hotel room. Yes, all the time. Probably, I've, I've, probably I've, thirty of them. I've lost my fair share of, of, of phone chargers in plenty of places, but at least I've never gotten lost where this guy did. A guy in his sixties in China had some major itchiness going on inside his junk last week, and he tried to scratch it by taking his uh, phone charging cable. No, no. And snaking it up, uh, up into his uh, urethra. Uh, I mean, oh my uh, goodness! Obviously, if I have an itch there, you know what I'm doing? I'm gonna go. Mm, time to call the doctor. Not hey, phone charger. Let me borrow you. Did he go with the small USB side first? I hope. Again, he had an itch down there, and he and he tried to scratch it by by taking his phone charger cable and snaking it up into his, his urethra. <laughs> Every guy is driving with his knees touching right now. <laughs> And he got it stuck and tangled around his bladder. Ah. Oh, my gosh. Oh. You guys had a cystoscopy before? I know you have, right? I've had a catheter. Yeah, okay, it's it's similar. I, the catheter, I think, is a little uh, narrower because the, the, the cystoscopy has a camera on the end. And, guys, it's pure hell. It's pure, pure hell. This guy put himself through pure hell. There's no way... His story is lining up. Well, he he, he he was into this in some way. At what point did he say, oop, I'm in trouble? <laughs> when he tried to yank it, it won't come back out? Oh, my oh, I'm in, gosh. Oh, oop, I'm in trouble. Need to go to the hospital. Oh, boy. And you know that decision to where it's like, I can't handle this on my own. I can't fix this on my own. Damn it, I got to go to the hospital. Damn it. The doctors had to use lasers to undo the knot and then pulled out the entire cord. And when they asked him, hey, just real quick question. Did you uh, sterilize the cord before you inserted it? He said, yeah, man, I ran it underwater. That's sterilized. <laughs> oh, look, at, look up the definition. It says run underwater for 15 seconds. Sterilized. Jeez. He says he's uh, learned his lesson. Failed. His phone battery's dead now, too. And finally, a uh, 37-year-old guy named Bernard Jackson recently got evicted from his house near uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And when the cops tried to kick him out last week, it started a four-hour standoff. And he claimed to be a, quote, sovereign citizen, <laughs> meaning he's he's not governed by the laws of the United States. I'm a sovereign citizen. And he wouldn't come out. So a SWAT team had to go in and get him. And once they were inside, they smelled gasoline. And when they tried to go upstairs to arrest him, he tried to hold him off by setting his stairs on fire. <laughs> if there ain't no stairs to come up here, you can't get me. <laughs> and his plan actually worked uh, in the short term because uh, they had to go back outside until the fire was out. Hell yeah, that's a win. But while he was burning the stairs, he also set his feet on fire by mistake. Okay. And the burns were bad enough that he decided to surrender. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. That's I'm, enough. I'm coming out. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> he yelled that he was coming out, limped outside, and they uh, and and let the police arrest him. And he's facing charges for uh, criminal trespassing and resisting arrest.
plus a second-degree arson charge for his stupid stair-fire idea. Failed. And those are your Friday fail stories. I know. Welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-3833. Patrico out and about this weekend. Turn your microphone That's on. That's all good, which man. Which is essential for radio. So, so this is true. Uh, yes, tomorrow I'm out at the Custom Sounds in South County from 12 until 2. And uh, Sunday I will be at the same place, same time, South County you Custom 12 Sounds. 12 until 2? Noon till 2. That's yep. the best time. All right, more details, 1057thepoint.com. Were you paying attention? All right, so it's a little game we play every Friday where you paid attention. And... Uh, you know, we reward those who listen every day, whether it be podcasting or whether it be, you know, live when we're on, on the radio. So Jeff will ask our contestants on the phone a question about something that happened on the show this week. You get the question right, we will give you your choice of tickets. Tickets to go to Wayback Point Fest happening on September 3rd over at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, 311 Offspring, Toadies, Buck Cherry, POD, Lit, Alien Ant Farm, Gym Class Heroes, Sponge, and Modern Day Zero. We also have tickets for Monday's Monday Night Raw over at Scott Trade. Now with Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar. We also have tickets for Wednesday's Jack White Show over at Chaffetz. Now, mind you, these questions are a little tough this week. Yes. At least I think. So again, one right, you win your choice of tickets while supplies last. 314-969-DUDE is our phone number. If the phones are busy, keep trying. We'll go through these quick. All right, Kevin in St. Louis. Hello, Kevin. Hey, how's it going? All right, Kevin, here you go. Your question. Kevin, which show member worked for Satellite Radio? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Um, Riz. Damn right I did. Way to go, man. Way to go, man. Way to go, man. I will give you your choice. All right, so what do you want? Uh, I'll take uh, Point Fest. All right, Point Fest, September 3rd, over at the amphitheater. I'll give you a bonus pair of tickets if you tell me what channel I work for. Oh, jeez. Lithium. Nope. Close. Uh, It was the Octane channel. Sorry. Oh, I hung up on him. Oh. Kevin, you still there? Ah, damn it, I hung up on him by accident. Oh, he won tickets. He, he won said, tickets. Nope, see ya. He won. Hey, Scott. Did you realize Kevin's the bonus was double back. or nothing? <laughs> <laughs> double or nothing. Sorry, dude. Scott, Kevin's going to call back. I hung up on him by accident. It's Kevin, <laughs> K-E-V-I-N. One point fest tickets. It's Kevin. That's one with a Y. St. Louis. That's one with a Y, by the way. K-E-V. Kevin. Sorry, buddy. Uh, Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Donnie. All right, here we go. Your question. Woos, the woos at the uh, at the Blues games at all other events have been a big thing lately. And this week, Riz decided how many woos does Riz say you should get per sports? Disconnect. There's no call for that kind of language, laddie. Vulgar and abusive language. That's an automatic disconnect. You've got a dirty, whorish mouth. Okay. Seven is incorrect. Is incorrect. I, I think he said six and then seven. I said the S word. Yeah, it was an interesting syllable. Okay. Uh, D in Maryland Heights. D. Hi. Hey. All right, D, the question again. How many woos uh, does Riz say you should get per sporting event? I'm going to say two. No. Mm. no. So That's a good had, guess. Uh, we've had the S word. We've had seven and two. Uh, Josh and Festus. Josh. 
Hey, what's going on, guys? Have All right, Josh. Day, guys. Thank you, buddy. How many woos did I say every person should have at a game? Uh, that would be four. Woo! Damn right. There you go, man. <laughs> Damn right. What do you want, Josh? Uh, tickets to Jack White. All right, Jack White coming to Shafitz. Uh, that would be next Wednesday, April 25th. Hang on one second. We will get you all hooked up. You're going to have a great time. I'm sure he will. Uh, Matt and Wood River. Matt. Hey, good morning, fellas. Good morning, Matt. Hi, Matt. Uh, who is Patrico moving in with after he sells his home? With uh, Papa and Mama Patrico. There That's you right. go. Nice. One. Nice. Nice. All right, Matt, what do you want? Uh, do you have Jack White? Jack White, you are going, my friend, next Wednesday. Right. You're going to have a great time. Yes, he will. Nice. Joe in St. Louis. Joe. Happy birthday, Rick. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. 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 Joe's Joe's ba- I didn't know he's back. I'm back. All right, here we go. Your question. Joe, name our Freak of the Week winner from this week. Uh, uh, in Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on the right track with that. Bill. Oh. Uh, Bill. God, I can't think of the last Bill. part. It's slang. Thank you guys. It's a, it's a, oh, oh, damn. Sorry, he knew Joe. it, too. He knew it. Ooh. We were giving him one it's ticket slang for the first oh, It was so close. Hey, Kenny. Hey, what's up? All right, hey, Kenny. So. Question again. Kenny, name our Freak of the Week winner for this week. Uh, the Dirty Banana. <laughs> dirty Banana was you got that a couple that, weeks that, ago. That was it. You got it. Was it. Dirty Banana. <laughs> Well, it, it was, all right, we'll give you a hint. Joe had it right. It was from Liverpool, Bill, you got to give him the last name. Bill. Bonus if you spell it right. All right, Jamie. Hello. Hello. Hi. All right, the Freak of the Week winner was named. Oh. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, hey, John. Yep. All right, you got the yep. name? Yep. Bill Fozzie. Oh. <sighs> Man. That's not it. Whoa. That's not it. Man, it's, uh, it's a slang for the word toilet. Just a bit outside. Okay. <laughs> slang for toilet. Dan in St. Peter's. Dan. What's up? What's the name? Cameron Dan. Huh? Oh, no, no, no. No, the name, the name of the... The name <laughs> of the... Freak of the Week winner. Oh, I have no idea. All right. Darn. Come on, guys. Adam, do you know it? Uh. Uh. No, I don't. Hey, Matt. What's up? What's the name? Kazi. There you For, go. First name? Oh, Matt. No, 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 no. no. Oh, Bill, Bill. Bill, oh, yeah. Bill. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, He even knew and, it, and it was like pulling teeth. that's the final question, by the way. I'm, oh, I'm come completely on. done with this game. Ooh. Hey, Matt, what do you want? Uh, Wayback Point Fest. All right, Wayback nice. Point Fest happening on September 3rd over at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. It's courtesy of your Mid-America Chevy dealers. Starring 311, The Offspring, Toadies, Buck Cherry, P.O.D., Lit, Alien, Ant Farm, Jim Class Heroes, Sponge, Modern Day Zero. Uh, let me see here. Um... Lawn or selection or reserve tickets, just at 21 bucks while supplies last. All the details, 1057thepoint.com. He is going to have a great time. Not enough of that game. <laughs> All right, let's uh, do some news. Oh, yeah, we're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. 
On a Tuesday, a, a woman returned to her house in uh, Monroe, Louisiana. I guess she was at work. She came home, and she found a strange woman in her bathtub eating Cheetos. How sexy is that? <laughs> so far, so good. The uh, intruder's name is Evelyn Washington. She told cops that an unknown man, just some random guy, told her to break into the house. Now, did he also tell her to get naked, draw a hot bath, and head to the kitchen for some snacks? Sit down in the tub with Cheetos? You're damn right he did. We'll, we'll never know. Right. But <laughs> Evelyn was arrested on charges of simple battery, I'm sorry, simple burglary, and a criminal damage to property. What is going on there? Do we know what happened to the Cheetos? She ate them. Oh, all Whose Cheetos, by the way? Did she bring them? No, she procured them from the kitchen. Okay, that makes a difference. Hey, this is great for all those uh, stoners out there celebrating 420 today, brah. But can they follow this many directions? That's the question. It's only three, but that still might be too many. Uh, you can get a free order of medium fries at McDonald's today with any purchase that's at least a dollar. But first... You have to download the McDonald's app, order through it, and then pay for your order using Apple Pay. Just to be clear, this is not a 420 promo from McDonald's. I don't know why anybody would think that. They're doing it next Friday, too. And it looks like they're, they've been running the same promo every Friday this month, but uh, I guess just didn't promote it enough. But here you go. So you have to order through the McDonald's app, Buy anything at least a dollar, and then pay for your order using Apple Pay, and you get the medium fries for free. So now you know. Uh, Amazon added a new feature to Alexa yesterday called Skill Blueprints. Did you hear about this? Did I no. just trigger Alexa? No, it's unplugged. Oh, uh, I should have warned you. Plug Alexa in. I did. Alexa, I, engage. Th there's other people that think that this thing, I, I'm not even going to get into it, but... I mute it every day, so it doesn't do anything, but people get freaked out by it. They unplug it every day. So it'll oh, take, Lux? It'll take a good 10 minutes Just for the thing to load it's up. It's Lux. It's Lux. I would, too. Why? Because I don't know, man. I already told you. How, how what is going like on I'm, in here that you, that's secret? Nothing. I'm just saying. I, I don't. Stop it. Don't get me started, man. You don't. Let, look. See, look. Even when I turn it on. Look what. It's. it's, it's that, means that means nothing it cannot. It do means anything. there's a red light that's on. That's what they want you to <laughs> believe. That's it means to me. Alexa's red. I can see it from here, sucking your soul right into it. Yeah. And pulling all <laughs> of this your thing information. Right now, this thing right now. I steal my credit card number. Hey, to each his own. You jerk. You red light a jerk. Yeah, Lux unplugs it every day, I think. She's awake now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You've woken Alexa. I think she unplugs it because she's on air, or she's been on air and said something, and it's gone that off. Yeah, but I, but I mute it. That happened once. It was unmuted because somebody else was messing with it. But I mute it every day. Watch. Okay, so if I go, Alexa. Oh, no. Hello. We don't need a tutorial. Hi there. Hi. Uh, hey. But if I mute it, now it's muted. Alexa, hello. She Talk to me. Why are you so quiet? Because she's because just, you're muted! Because she's only listening. Oh, now I'm going to turn her on. She's busy oh, recording you. You're up again. Yeah, all that means is that she's muted. I don't get that's all. I, that's all we need it for in here. Guys, you know out in the van is Dick Cheney with a pair of headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> with a reel-to-reel -reel yep. recording everything. Smoking cigarettes. <laughs> he just Whatever, ordered man. pizza. I've been uh, be delivered to the van. <laughs> me and a billion other people have been like this since we saw Terminator 2. Well, anyway, 
Amazon added this new feature uh, yesterday called Skill Blueprints that lets you create custom quizzes and do things like uh, like preloaded answers to questions your babysitter might ask. But here's how people will actually use it. You can now add custom questions and answers, which means you could prank people by using uh, by asking things like, "Who's the ugliest person in the world?" And it'll and say, I'd say Tony Patrico. Yeah, that's that's great. I mean, it's a cool. If you think about it, it's a cool feature for like the babysitter. Because, you know, hey, um, you say, you know, I don't want it to go off. So I go, hey, Tiffany. And then it pops up and it goes, mm, yeah. And I go, who should I call in a mer- Like, who should I call to watch these yeah, kids? Yeah, it is like that. Or you can, says, grandma, and here's you can also number. create a, a burn list of random insults. Then if you say, open my burns, she'll immediately start ripping on you. That's right. Don't forget. Don't you remember when Alexa... Uh, told Mr. Uh, Fujitsu. It's got you now. Get to, you, just just you. you just woke her up. She, got you. she told Mr. Fujitsu what Needles and uh, Mr. McFly were talking about, and Marty got fired over it. Don't you remember? Ever since I saw those oh. movies, I was like, you know, this is coming. Yo, yeah, for sure, man. That's called uh, cinema. That's, just, that's cinema. That's a movie for entertainment. You're looking at a movie. You're looking at the same technology. Okay. You know, on uh, Facebook last weekend, there was a, a video of uh, three members of the Tennessee Air National Guard conducting a reenlistment ceremony, and one of them had a dinosaur puppet on one of their hands. Did you see this video? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Well, it went viral, racked up over two million page views, and their superiors did not see the humor in the video, and all three people in the video have been since removed from their posts and demoted. Whoops. I, Robin E. Brown. I, Robin Brown. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. So the woman who's taken the oath has a dinosaur puppet on her hand. That I will support and defend. That I will support and defend. The Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. And the state of Tennessee. And the state of Tennessee. They're also pissed that the commander is actually reading the oath and didn't have it memorized. Oh, really? I didn't know that was a thing. Who would have thought that this would have been a great idea to film and put it out on the internet? Jokes, huh? Got to put everything out there, man. Well, the Major General said in a statement on Wednesday, quote, not taking this oath solemnly and with the utmost respect is firmly against the traditions and sanctity of our military family and will not be tolerated. In fact, the one guy they forced into retirement because of it. And finally, we'll end on a a good note. A uh, new report released yesterday. This was by the Institute for Human Data Science. Shows that opioid prescriptions fell by nearly 9% in 2017, the biggest drop in 25 years. Every single state, as well as the uh, District of Columbia, experienced decreases of more than 5%. And the Institute's research director said, quote, we're at a really critical moment in the country when everyone's paying attention to this issue. People really don't want them if they could avoid them. But that doesn't mean there's there's still there's still not an issue. 30% of all opioids worldwide are estimated to be consumed in this country. But the numbers are going down, which is positive, which is right good down. news. And that's your news brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts America runs on Dunkin'. The Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, here's Tony Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season going to be bigger, better, and faster. Cards and Cubs played their makeup game from Wednesday yesterday at Wrigley. Cards lost 8-5. to five. Luke, Wheeler, uh, Luke Weaver picked up his first loss of the year. 
Cardinals now start a, start a home series at Bush against the Reds. Tonight, Michael Walker gets a start. First pitches at 7.15. They've been showing this on the TV all day. It's one of those giveaways where it's like a mesh batting practice jersey. It looks sweet, oh, dude. Nice. It looks sweet. It really does. Uh, so get there early. NHL playoffs results from the first round action last night. Bruins beat the Leafs 3-1. to They're up three games to one in that series. And the Capitals beat the Blue Jackets 4-1. to That series tied at two. As far as the NBA is concerned, the 76ers beat the Heat 128-108. They lead that series two games to one. The Pelicans beat the Trail Blazers, and they're up 3 to nothing. And the Warriors beat the Spurs, and they are up three games to none in that series as well. Since it's Friday, how about another Friday fail story, this time in the world of sports. The Mariners turned a triple play against the Astros, more likely to be seen in a Little League game than in the Major Leagues. Here's the 1-0, and that's a check swing, grounder over to third base, Seager. Steps on third, goes to second, so a double play that way. They were thinking three there. And what's Gaddis doing here? Gaddis needs to... Gaddis is running off the field. He's going to get tripled off. This is going to be a triple play. Did he forget how many outs there were? He forgot how many outs there were. Oh, my goodness. So, literally, so... Fail. Ball is hit to the third baseman. He steps on third, throws the second. That's two outs. The guy that hit the ball is running to first base. He, instead of, like, you know, going past the bag, kind of coming back and staying on first, he just goes, ha, and you can see him kind of and then he goes wow. left, like heading towards second, and then starts walking to the pitcher's mound, just casually walking, oh, thinking boy. the inning's over. And they're like, what the hell are you doing? Tag, you're out, say ya. Run Oops. it out. Yep, you're done. The game was moving so slow, even he wasn't watching. Video's great. You can <laughs> check it out up on the blog. And I finally, this weekend, the Monster Energy Series gets going on Saturday as the Toyota Owners 400 gets going from Richmond Raceway. That is Tomorrow night at 5.30, you can watch the race on Fox. I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. Is this a big deal that the uh, Arsenal manager, coach? He, he, he was the longest tenured coach in the Premier League, and he's calling it quits after this year? Yeah, what's his name? Arsene Wegner? Yeah, I didn't think, I, I didn't think you or anybody else would really give a crap. I see it. It's... Trending all over the place. I don't know what that is. I mean, you got to think Twitter's international, so overseas. I mean, this is huge news. But here, like, uh, he was with Arsenal for 22 years. Yeah, Arsene Wenger, Wenger, Wanger, Wanker, Wanker. Sure. Where's our uh, resident soccer guy? Oh, there he is. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Arsene Wenger. Wenger? Wenger. 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 Yeah. He's uh, calling it quits. I just saw that. Yeah. 22 years. That's right. Dude's a legend. Although, if you're an Arsenal fan, you probably hated him for half of that time. Yeah, he's, he's uh, falling in a career. That's a big That's a big deal, guys. I don't know how I'm getting through it. Yeah. <laughs> tell you that right now. It's ruined my weekend. I'm probably going to take the next two days off. Thanks, Wenger. Big, big vacancy. Probably, uh... Top mm, four famous uh, managers over in the football huh, world. Right. Uh, Nine twenty-six on this Friday. Stop it! Stop it! I asked. No, I asked. <laughs> he's a, he's making fun of me with his face. Yeah. <laughs> I was just sitting over he's here, kind of looking at you. 
Here's what's coming up next in Crap on Celebrities. All right, uh, what, you got something, Moon? I was just going to say, you, you got to give it up for a guy, especially, he's a Frenchman, but a guy, especially in England, that won a whole lot of trophies and had any sort of success with the word arse in his name. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, uh, that's your, your set up what there. What a pain in the arse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff, what do we got? Uh, top dog in the arcade game has been stripped of his title and also in his long career. Who is John Travolta's favorite all-time director he's ever worked with? Okay, we got that. We got your crappy birthdays and the porno birthday next in your Crab on Celebrities. Stay there. It's the Rosito Show. Crab on Celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crab on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza. Don't forget, $5 Lena's Pizza at all Straub's all weekend long. Start out with a concert announcement. Oh, yeah, please. This one I am actually very excited about. Donnie just texted me two days ago saying, hey, have you ever heard of these guys? I said, maybe one song. He said, when they come to town, you and I are going. So Donnie and I got a date for Thursday, September the 20th at the pageant. The record company's coming to town. Is the record company the guys from uh, Clutch? That I don't know. Never I know heard. I just downloaded their or downloaded I just followed or whatever the hell it is on Spotify their their record and it is fantastic. They're one of those bands that eventually they're going to have a uh, stand up bass on stage with them. Is what I'm saying. Hmm, okay. Anybody so to play it? Well, no, they just they just like they them. They just put a spotlight on. Yeah, them. they just like them. Anybody? If we could play one of these things, we love them. So here is one. Uh, Thursday, September 20th at the pageant. GA is 24 in advance, 29 day of, and uh, tickets on sale next Friday, March 27th at 10 a.m. The company band is who I'm thinking of. The guy from Clutch started that band. The record company. They are kind of what you're talking about. I mean, it's like it's got that real, almost bluesy feel yeah, so, to it. Yeah, southern yeah. bluesy ish. It's a fantastic record. If I, I highly recommend it. Get that and then go see uh, go see them. They're, oh, they're from what I know of them, fantastic. Who, by the way, got some cupcakes courtesy of uh, the U two yeah. concert. Yeah, man, that's two weeks from today. Yeah, two weeks, May fourth, Scotch Trade Center. U two coming through. Please enjoy the special limited edition U two cupcakes to celebrate U 2s return to St. Louis two weeks from today. These are good too. Speaking my language. We got the Experience Cupcake, Bailey's Irish Cream Cupcake with Guinness Buttercream, and yep. the Innocence Cupcake, Vanilla Cupcake with Vanilla Buttercream. I'll take one that of those. Sounds uh, like that. Bailey's one. ones. It's one. good. I'll do it's the really vanilla. Good. And you've seen them before, right, Riz? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only seen them twice, but man, it was fantastic both oh, dude, times. That dude. 360 tour, I was telling John out here, the 360 tour was maybe. Maybe top coolest concert I've ever seen. It was neat. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, I'm assuming you guys are familiar with the name Billy Mitchell. Oh my gosh, Billy you Mitchell! Know Billy Mitchell, Mitchell, right? What's he doing? No, Willie Mitch. Is he What's still he doing barbecue to? sauce and lying about video game? Uh, is that the? Is that That's the guy? him. Yeah. Yeah, King of Kong. He is uh, an old school arcade guy. guy. Dude, you if never saw fa- King of Kong. If you're a is fan it a of documentary, it's a documentary. Oh, sorry, sorry, Jeff. It's a documentary you you about. Want just, you want to just read this? Uh, Here you go. Uh, I'll about, just go home early. Here early you go. video games. No, no, you got. You, I, I have no idea what's in the news about this guy, but he, he's the he's the greatest villain of any movie of all time. It's an 07 documentary. It's called The King of Kong. If you haven't heard, a fistful of quarters. Well, there is drama, folks. The organization that oversees records has stripped him of his title. And all of his high scores of Donkey Kong and Pac-Man. Really? Yeah, the group uh, Twin Galaxies of Iowa, otherwise known as a bunch of virgins. <laughs> it's, one, it's one guy. Or it used to be one guy. Concluded after a lengthy investigation that Billy Mitchell did not play on an original arcade machine as required, but instead used soft, a software emulator. You've got to see this movie. Did he cheat? 
Yes. Yes. The more damning in- implication is that Mitchell, previously recre- uh, credited as being the first to score a perfect game wow. on Pac-Man and the first to crack one million points on Donkey Kong, faked his games. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, he had a VHS and all of a sudden it just goes, clip, and then... It's past the kill screen or whatever they call it, and it's the the, the million points, and everybody's like, "What?" And he they gave him the record. You gotta watch this movie. It's it's about this other guy. It sounds familiar. It's I've have talked about it. It's about this other. Sorry, I got so excited there, Jeff. I just I love this this movie and this whole drama. And it's about this guy with like this Donkey Kong machine or whatever in his in his in his garage, and he's trying to beat the record, and he beats it. He finally gets it. And then this guy in Florida doing barbecue sauce, this Billy Mitchell cat comes in and is like, nope, I'm uh, I'm going to beat it and I've proved it. And he shows a VHS and they give him the record. And this other guy's like broken because he spends his entire however many years trying to do this got one no thing. Left. Oh, dude, you got you got to watch it. He's the greatest game over, man. You will, you will hate that guy. He's, well, he's I will, the greatest I'll, I'll villain. It. Billy Mitchell says that he, uh, will, he is denying it. He promises a video statement to prove that the scores are valid. Well, do it again. It's a great film, though. Yeah. Do it again. I started getting into Pac-Man when I was really little, and then I went, what are those boobs over there? Oh, okay. I'll stop it. Scott, I just, it's weird. I just never, I'll and like it's not even a generational thing. It's not even a generational thing either, because I lived with people that played video games all the time. Just never, whatever reason, never got into it. Scott Bayo and his wife, Renee, I think this is a great idea, and I think everybody should do this, are now ready willing and more importantly able to respond to emergencies in their community because they went through some extensive training on fires earthquakes and even terrorist attacks again i think this is a great idea training for the la community emergency response team was done in seven two-hour classes held at the LAPD uh, division there. Scott, Renee, and uh, their daughter all attended. The training consisted of learning how to triage after an accident, light search and rescue, and team organization and basic medical procedures just in case something happens, including how to properly do a tourniquet. Do we all know how to properly do a tourniquet? Damn right I do. All right, tell me. How do you do do a tourniquet? Yeah. Well, I mean, you take some kind of rag and you... You twist it around and you and you secure it on the but, leg. But there's a certain there's a certain way to do it. Don't you have to do it like above the heartbeat, or, or you got to do it and keep it a certain? Well, not if it cut my leg off. How am I supposed to do a tourniquet on any place else but my leg where my leg is cut off? What do you mean? No, not not if it's just cut off. But if you're if you're bleeding really bad, let's say down here, like on your lower arm, don't oh, you yeah, want to you do a raise cut? your raise that's, your arm. I think that's what I'm saying. See. You you're, you're, your, we're asking these questions. Patrico's bleeding out over here. You raise your arm up so it takes a little more time for your... Do you have a question? Up. Why is your... Stop it. Just move on. <laughs> All right. I'll come on to, to something that you really love. Amy Schumer. You've confused Patrico. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> Amy what's Schumer. Are you, you talking about, are you talking about turnips? Do you know what a tourniquet is? <laughs> yes, I know what a tourniquet is. Come on, man. Like, 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 I don't know how the hell to do one. a little garlic butter and be... No, I work in radio. Put, I don't know how to... You know, wherever it is above your heart so it takes longer or you have to... For the blood to get up there. Right. All I'm saying is if this if this sort of uh, training is available, I think it would be a pretty good idea for everybody to learn all sure. of the stuff that Mr. Bayo and family now learn. Amy Schumer will be hosting SNL on uh, May the 12th. Tina Fey will be hosting on May 19th. Schumer is making the rounds promoting this amazing movie of hers called I Feel Pretty. Opens this it's weekend. Not, it's not going to do well. Faye's making the rounds to promote a musical adaptation of Mean Girls, which hits Broadway this month. Amy Schumer was on Ellen's show. And 
You know how one of the things that we all kind of eh, about her is she always has to go dirty. She always Every has to time. take things blue, too far, all that kind of stuff. This is what happened on Ellen's show. She can't not be raunchy. And she, she always tries to shoehorn something raunchy into whatever she's doing. Now, after the question, of, uh, after the sex question is asked, see if you can stop it for her answer and guess what her answer is. Finish this sentence. I feel pretty when. That, not that one. Okay, not that one. I'm nude. Craziest place you've had sex. Stop. She's going to say something that they said on, on Newlywed Game. Let's put it this way. It has to be beeped. Exactly. In of the boot, Bob. Unbelievable, right? My b- Uh, my spouse gives the best. Of course, she had to say something that was beeped there. Uh, I just have to tell everyone her mom is in the audience listening oh, to that's all right. of these. Your mom is just. That's good. Yeah, but. It's the shock Ellen value. Ellen knows that she's going to answer that way. I mean, it's, that's her thing. I just. I don't know. I just. I wish it sounded more genuine. Yeah. I agree. I agree. You know I mean, I like that train wreck movie she did. I thought that was great. Yeah. Oh, this, well, this new movie of hers is getting savage. What did you say it was? It was like like negative two in the yeah. Rotten Tomatoes or something. Thirties at best, like thirty percent from both sides at best. Uh, Caddyshack is one of my at least top five, if not Damn top right. three, movies over here. Uh, Bill Murray and his brothers opened uh, the Murray Brothers Caddyshack restaurant in Florida in 01, believe it or not. And now they got another one. This one's going to be in Chicago. 237 seats, 31 TVs, huge bar, and a lounge with a fireplace Still and lots of. restaurants, uh, huh? That's a thing. A lot theme of restaurants. <laughs> A lot of memorabilia. The men, uh, menu even has a, a cocktail called the Pool Water Martini, which has what in it? A uh, uh, Snickers bar. Uh, baby Ruth, but uh, yeah. Baby Ruth. Yeah, you know why. Hey, thanks a lot. <laughs> Do it! Doesn't look like a fecal remnant. I want the entire pool scrub sterilized and disinfected. Here it is. Ah. It's no big deal. No big deal. Ah. <laughs> I like this scene too. Oh, I, oh, it's not playing. When my dad showed me that movie, I remember him crying. He was laughing yeah. so hard oh. at that part. And he had probably seen it 55 times. But that was the first time I ever saw somebody just lose it laughing. <laughs> so much of that movie is improv, it's ridiculous. Now I'm trying to pull up the, uh, you'll get nothing and like it. You'll scene. get nothing and like it. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, I interviewed, it was just on the phone, but for the 20th anniversary of that movie, I interviewed Lacey Underalls. Oh, really? Yeah, she did that movie and and did an interview with me, and that's pretty that's, much it. That's the call it a career. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking <laughs> of careers, real quickly, John Travolta has worked with Tarantino, Oliver Stone, you name it, and the person Nicholas he's... Cage. he's Cage. The director that he is working with currently is his all-time favorite, he has said. Who is it? John Travolta. It's not John Travolta. I thought, Tony, you would know the answer to this, to be honest with you. Has he done any Scorsese? I don't think he's done a Scorsese movie. Who? I'm really surprised you guys didn't know this. Fred Durst. Why Why would we have known that? Well, because I know you're a fan, so I thought maybe Uh, you... I just thought maybe... I like the band. I was working with Fred Durst? Yeah, it's a movie called Moose. 
and he plays a fan that's of a of an actor, I believe it is, that goes off the deep end. And Fred Durst is uh, directing the movie, and he has said this may be my favorite experience I've ever had. He is so generous. He's such an artist. He allowed me to create a character that nobody else would allow. And that movie's supposed to. I mean, it looks fantastic. When is that John Gotti movie coming out? Is that ever coming out? No. Remember, I think that got scrapped. Something happened with that movie. Where he plays John Gotti. And he looks fantastic. Remember the stills that we saw? Does he play the son? Does he play John Gotti Jr.? Or one of them. One of the Gottis. Oh, my God. I mean, the trailer. I thought it was supposed to be an HBO thing. Looks terrific. Uh, I think that's a major release. It just says release date 2018. So. Oh, no. I'm thinking the the, uh, Sandusky movie with um, Al Pacino. Oh, yeah. That one. But the Gotti movie looked great, too. Yeah, it says release date. It just says 2018. It doesn't... Uh... And his wife, his real-life wife, uh, Kelly Preston, plays the wife in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Fetch me the one they call Fandango. All right. Guys, real or fake results next. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. It says the Paterno movie was already released. I believe it is on it HBO. It says oh, it April is? 7th, and it's on HBO Go. HBO oh, Go, okay. HBO Now subscription yeah. is what it says. All right. I'd like to see that. It's on today at 9.55 a.m. If you but want I'm gonna, to watch But I'm going to watch that. Uh, you got to tell me. I got to write King that down. King of Kong. King of Kong. I'll watch oh, that. that's awesome. Yeah, dude. This is Steve-O, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. Woo-hoo! And uh, welcome to Donnie Fandango. Hey, hey Donnie! Donnie, 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 Donnie Friday, gentlemen. I brought you cupcakes. Hey, thank you, man. Those are good cupcakes. Those are some good cupcakes. Thank you, you too, and uh, Live Nation. Thank you, too. For the uh, for the cupcakes. Um, all right, so Donnie's in here for one reason and one reason only. And say bye. Have Bring a great weekend. Nope. Bring it in, Donnie. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's time it. for the real fake results. Jugs and orbs and darts and gourds. Elmer fuds and bouncing Buddhas. Sweater stretchers, lung protectors. Beach umbrellas, frost detectors. Scooby Snacks and Snake Eyes Dice Jello Molds and High Beam Lights Every day I probably use 99 words for booze Alright, yeah, here we go Whoa, boys! I'm telling you, good? you are, yeah, boy. I mean, you're 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 plucking at the old heartstrings, uh, man. That great. is That's that is great. well done, man. The That's best well thing done. to do is be in here and not have your headphones on and listen to everybody <laughs> yeah, do that. It that. is not good. You know what? I will um <laughs> next next week. I will Snapchat that. Okay. Because perfect. the peoples need to hear the harmonization happening here. People don't need to see everything. <laughs> listen, when, you're, when you're in the booth, track and try one headphone on, one headphone off. That helps. You know, yeah. Okay. Mod- Self monitor there. All right. Uh, Real or fake sponsored by Patricia's We're Fun and Fantasy Meet. All right, so the results after week number five. And by the way, 1057thepoint.com slash cans to see the cans in question. Currently, I'm in the lead with 13 points. Patrico, 12 points. Moon, 11 points. Jeff, 9 points. And our dear Sticks at 8 points. Jeff eligible for the punishment right now. Walk home. That's the punishment. All right, one point for each guy to answer real or fake unless it's your lock. If you're locked, it's your two points. If you're right, zero points locked out. If you are wrong, regardless of your other picks, Donnie, we're going to go three, two, one as far as the order goes. Got it. Uh, Patrico, a description of photo number three, please. Photo number three. These are Doc Tots. This is the lovely lady who has her uh, scrubs pulled up. We see a stethoscope there uh, revealing a leopard print bra. Doc Tots. 
And uh, as far as these are concerned, uh, myself, Moon, and Jeff have gone real. Riz and Sticks, Ooh, fake. Boy. Right out of the gate, guys. Right out. Right out of the gate. All right, so I've gone fake. Sticks has gone fake. The rest of the guys have gone real. Donnie Fandango, photo number three, real or fake? All right, guys, so listeners, 63% went fake. This time, listeners, correct. Yeah. They're fake. Woo. I knew it. You've been getting fake ones so correct lately that it almost concerns me. Good are, you for you, buddy. Sh- are you calling chicanigan? No, I think you might be side uh, like doing a little side work as a plastic surgeon and actually doing some fake boobies. I've been doing my research. Is this your work? <laughs> Did you do this? I've been doing some independent research. All right. All right. 14. I mean, I don't think he's missed a fake set in, in weeks. In a couple weeks. All right. Don't you dare accuse me of cheating. Did anybody accuse you of anything? I'm bringing up questions like that. Am I right, Donnie? It started to, to sort of now listen. It's inferred. It it, it it kind of swung that way a bit, but I, I hope you get everyone wrong for the rest of your life. I mean, uh, my oh, God, wow. you, you're accusing me of that. Mean. I wouldn't put that on you. You take one thing and you, you make guys, it the worst. Guys, the boobs got to bring us together. <laughs> All right, photo number two. Patrico, right? a description, please. Ladies and gentlemen, we got ourselves some hand bra. This lovely lady just got out of the shower, and uh, everybody is in agreement here. These are real. However, Moon and Riz have locked it up. This is huge. This is huge. Now, I got burned. Did I get burned on hand bra last week? I can't remember. I got locked out last week. So I'm real. We're all real. My lock, Moon's lock. Huge. Donnie Fandango, photo number two, real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, 70% went real. Listeners, correct. Yes. They're real. Thank goodness. Woo! Oh, that's huge. That is a big one, guys. That's a big one. Sweet relief. That is a big one. All right, I'm going to give uh, myself two points. You know, I'm, I'm going to give you two points, too. Thanks, man. I appreciate the that generosity. You up to 13. I got enough points for uh, Jeff. I'll give you one. Wow, thanks. Tony, I'll give you one. Okay. And I'll give Sticks one. So that's got me, I guess, what, am I in the lead by one then? Is that right? Uh By my math? (laughs) I don't think that's correct. Is that? (laughs) No. (laughs) Maybe it's new math. Is it it the new math (laughs) you guys are using? We're working on the metric system. (laughs) 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 All right, I have 16 points. uh, Patrico, 13. Moon, 13. Jeff, 10. And Sticks, 10. 10. Ten, Donnie, is what I got. Stop it. Uh, finally, photo number one. Uh, photo number one. These weekend ruiners, because I just have a feeling, are uh, yep. just jammed inside this giant black bra with buttons on it. Everybody's gone real. Myself, Burton, and Sticks have locked it up. How are you right. feeling about Lock Island with me, buddy? I mean, it's not an island. Sticks is, there, is too. there, too. The three well, of us yeah, are there. But it's, but it's a bigger island. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a QT. All right, you guys are all real. I'm real, too. Uh, all right. Patrico's lock. Burton's lock, Sticks lock. You hoping for a point here, buddy? Or are you hoping for a, a I'm hoping for a lockout for I'm them. I'm hoping for everybody else to be locked out. Well, first of all, not a Christian attitude. What do you think this is a competition? Donnie Fandango, photo number one, real or fake? All right, guys, a listener is 69% went real. Listeners correct again. They're real. Right, right, I'll take it. There you go, guys. Congratulations. All right. Somebody over there got themselves a boob sweep. Good for you, guys. Oh, who? Thank you, man. Who? Thank you. Thank you. The cupcakes. 
got a boob sweep. Oh, I did. All right. All right, so, Patricia, you have 15 points. Birdman, I have 16. What is it? Okay, so here, going into week number seven. 17 points for me. Boop sweep closes it out next week. Oh, I get that, but Trigo's got 15 points. Moon's got 14 points. Jeff has 12 points, and Sticks has 12 points. Jeff, you are... If, if Moon locks out and you get your lock right... Shh, that's that's my plan. Another one, I mean... Leave me out of this. He's he's a point ahead of me, man. Patrico is. Anything can happen. Yep. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Um, I believe Sticks got a boob sweep as well. Oh, how about Sticks got a boob sweep? Good job. All right, let's uh, wrap it up. The Rizzuto Show. Yo, I gotta have sex tonight. Showtime. Woo. What it is is what it is. Why don't you put that on your Good Morning Missouri Wake Up Broadcast, bitch? Let me clear my... All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango next. Thank you for the results. Well, uh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Big thanks to King Scott in there. Yeah! Uh, uh, Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Later on today, I'll be at the Sunshine Daydream from 3 to 5 o'clock in South County on Lindbergh. Tomorrow, 3 to 5 at the Sunshine Daydream in Fairview Heights. Tomorrow, Patrico, Custom Sounds in South County. And also on Sunday, same location from noon to two. You got it. All right, we'll leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. We're going to shout out one more time, Kenny Adams. Yeah, yeah Kenny. Kenny. There you go, Kenny. And uh, old Kenny wants to hear this. Okay. All right, we'll do it. This song here. Uh-huh. This one right here. All right. Uh, Donnie next. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. All Actually, right. not tomorrow. Bye. 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 Monday. Monday. We'll see Bye. you Monday. Bye. Okay. See ya. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.